Welcome to the Random Team Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Janya. And today we're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. Yay! Woo woo! Yeah, I'm excited. I, I really like this movie, and I didn't think I would. I uh, did not know Hill or High Water. I didn't either, and I just kept seeing it, about and them. I was like, okay, this looks kind of kind of like it, it like like the stuff in the in the trailer was was funny yeah but i was like is it gonna be one of those where that's all there is and it's kind of goofy and it yeah the vibe of See, it doesn't this, feel the same like this is pre-ant-man yeah yeah that's yeah, actually yeah. this <laughs> this is why i kind of trusted them with ant-man because i was like okay mm-hmm. this is how i felt about guardians yeah so yeah yeah um, but i really enjoyed it this is our last yeah uh Back run. Back, uh, back catalog yeah. of uh, MCU movies. Yep. The next thing is Doctor next Strange, and that doesn't and come out until up. November. So um, I would like to ask our listeners to review our random movies feed while they're waiting for Doctor Strange. Yeah. Yeah. There's some Deadpool over there There's if you Deadpool. need yeah. another comic fix. Yeah. So, uh, and, you know, uh, Shaun of the Dead's mm-hmm. over there. We've got a, our, we have chosen our new halloween movie for this year we have which i can't remember stephen king's stephen it. king's it that's right i'm like yeah. sitting here going i drew a blank we're gonna do the miniseries from from like 91 or 92 uh, now i gotta find it yeah yeah so we will have it out by halloween yes i can't promise it'll be like before, before then. but at least by halloween yeah 1990 oh no 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 is it that old yeah i had a child born that year yeah 1990 wow I was freaked out out of my mind at that age. Great. It's going to be super fun. I hate clowns. As I'm looking at my two shelves of Stephen King books, I'm not sure if I have a copy of It or not. It's got bright red letters on the spine in um, It. That knocks it down to about one, two, three, four books. I don't have my glasses on, so I can't okay. see them. Well, I'll you find know. it yeah. before before then. Um, so anyway, we're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. Right, right. Um, I do want to get a little housekeeping out of the way, though. Okay. Housekeeping? Um, at the beginning, like we said... <laughs> Like we said, we're going to be doing Doctor Strange um, when it comes out in November. Uh, what we talked about is giving it two full weekends in the theaters. Well, we have before to see it we at least, cast it. Yeah, we have to. We, you and I have to actually see it two or three times, right? And then that gives you guys time for feedback because we do like the last couple uh, of casts we've done for MCU, we've gotten feedback from you guys, and I think that makes it a better cast because inevitably yes. we'll turn off the recording and we'll be like, "Damn it, I didn't think about this one thing." And you yes. guys usually bring up good stuff that I forget about because of yes. I'm just Marvel. Speaking of, we have lots of really good feedback for this podcast. We do. We do. So excited the amount of feedback we got. Um, You guys are awesome. Uh, And uh, I missed you guys while I was away. Yeah. I uh, did too. You. (laughs) I missed me too. Yeah. Uh, as I was out of the country for, I just stayed at, I just stayed at home singing all by myself to myself, drinking wine all day, every day. I'm I'm proud of you. Yeah. I'm so proud. Yeah. But I came back. You did. Um, I did. did. I said I would. So um, this is our first podcast recording in a few weeks. So there there may be some hiccups. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Okay. So, uh, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy is kind of a a random part. But in order to get to uh, Infinity Wars, they really needed to bring in the 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 space stuff. Yes. Uh, But even it's our friend Val, before Mm -hmm. this movie came out, she texted me. She was like, okay, who are they? And you're like, and I was like, if I know, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know anything about any of these no. people Mm-mm. or raccoons. Now I know too much. <laughs> In the last forty eight hours, you have done a butt ton of research. I have learned, yeah, so much. And uh, this particular movie 
the plot line doesn't really exist yeah in 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 the comics um they do use the uh because the guardians of the galaxy go back to their 60s uh, aren't they 1969 yeah Marvel yeah. superheroes number 18 in 1969 and it was not this this group of people yeah completely different because the way i always think about it from based on some of the some of the stuff I've, I've done a little bit of research not near what you've done it's kind of like space avengers it's got a revolving door of people that are the guardians of the well, galaxy so it's not a set group true well even the avengers is not a set group exactly it's that's constantly it rotates. yeah this is um, like space avengers but this is pretty much the 2008 group uh except for a character by the name of bug Okay. That they wanted to use, but Marvel does not have the rights to Bug. Oh, licensing issues. So they could not use Bug. Okay. Um, so there's wah, that. Wah. Also, uh, Cosmos, the dog. He was in it. He, he was just in wasn't it. wasn't a guardian. But he was not, uh, yeah. But yeah. he But he was also. He got out at the end, though. I was happy. Uh, one of the current. Uh, the current members, uh, for the record, are Rocket Raccoon, Bug, Gamora, Groot, Drax, Star-Lord, Major Victory, a.k.a. Vance Astro. Oh, my God. Mantis, Martyr, Cosmos the Space Dog, Moon Dragon. Moon Dragon is Drax's daughter. Jeebus. Uh, and Jack Flag. Wow, that's a lot of people. Yondu is a former Guardians of the Galaxy member. Wow. He's in this, he's just a space redneck. Uh, he is so not a space redneck. <laughs> uh, former members include Replica, Starhawk, uh, Talon, Yellow Jacket, Charlie 27, Martin really? X, Hollywood, Nikki, blah, Fire Lord, Adam Warlock, who is actually has a, a bit of a cameo. Tida. Uh, he's got a cameo in this. His, his cocoon or something is somewhere. Oh, okay. Um, and Yondu is also, that's an alphabetical, that's, uh, some sort of alphabetical order somehow. Wow. Um, but, but Yondu, uh, Yondu is not a ravager who he is in this movie. Okay. And I'm very disappointed in that they made him who he is. But then again, he was. It was fun though Rooker, to have space pirates. But then again, Rooker. Yeah, when you have Michael Rooker. Yeah. Or as uh, one one of our listeners uh, refers to him as Merle in space. <laughs> was that Michael? I think that was Michael. I think it was. <laughs> I was just. I was like, that's exactly who he is. Oh my god, that's great. Oh, it's great. So. He's being uh, fully serious. So yeah, there was I walked into this movie not really knowing what to expect yeah. and it was so much fun. It was. It was just straight fun. Like the okay, the first scene his mother dying was so I know I was awful. like it was so Debbie Downer. I was what like this is going to suck. What the fuck are we watching? And then we get the intro. Um come and get and your love. I know one of our listeners I I think it was Chris wrote in and said something about who the fuck leaves the child alone right after he watches his mom die. And I'm like, I'm right there with you, honey. What the fuck was that about? Yeah. yeah. Um, and there was tons of people in that room, too. They should not have. They, that whole room should have emptied. Yeah. The second she she code blued. Yeah. Whatever. But, you know. Anyway. But, yeah. Then then you get the scene with Star-Lord. And he does. He uses the, the little scanner thingy that shows mm-hmm. past people. The dog is actually James Gunn's dog. Oh, yeah, uh, adorable, isn't it? I know. I can't remember. I can't remember. If the, I don't think the little girl was his, but um, she's somebody. I like James. She's Gunn. somebody's kid, but the dog was his. That's um, awesome. But yeah, and then there's that, and then the 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 song starts, you and, know, the, like, and the, you get the logo. What and the fuck is this? Yeah, you're like, I don't think that this is what I signed up for. And then it's a roller coaster. Yeah. So as long, if you can just get to the the title scene, yeah. the title board, you're you're golden. You're good to go. Yeah. The rest yeah. of it's like what the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny because my um 
My didn't mom. We, we, you and I also went and saw this, didn't we? I think. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So my mom hates shit like this, like yeah. a lot, and that's okay, and that's fine. And she has, she doesn't. The suspension of disbelief is it's it's a lot for her to. Some people can't do it, and she's like they're in fucking space. But like, I divorced somebody for that. Well, there whatever. you go. So it was like it was like Mother's Day or Father's Day or one of those at the beginning of the summer and I was going over to my parents' house and mom was like, Oh yeah, so your dad picked a movie out for us to watch and I was like, Okay. Uh oh. Cause it's gotta be something to satisfy three very different tastes. And she was like, Um, something about the galaxy and I was like, Um, Guardians? He thinks I'll like it. And I was like, I'm pretty sure you're gonna hate everything about it. And uh, she was like, well, he said, and I was like, oh, okay, whatever. She fucking hated everything he, but the soundtrack. He wanted to see it that badly. I, and my dad's real bad about forgetting which movie it is. Mm. But even I was like, she's going to hate this. She only liked the soundtrack. Well, but soundtrack she was like, was soundtrack good. was awesome. Soundtrack was very good. Awesome mixed volume wrong. one, man. She's not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. So mom hates this, but I that's okay. I don't, I understand. It's okay. It's okay. It's Fine. okay. Some people... I don't do comedy. I have no there sense of go. humor. It died in the war. <laughs> and it never came back. It never came back. <laughs> Along with all of my fucks. <laughs> um, so, uh, okay, do we just want to hit the cast list and then hit feedback yes. after? Yes. Okay, so... Number one, Chris Pratt. Pratt, Pratt, Pratt. Pratt, Pratt, Pratt. I love me some Chris Pratt. That's his handle on, um, like, Instagram or something. He's Pratt, precious. Pratt, Pratt. That's why I call him Pratt, Pratt. Right. Um, Peter Quill. Oh, he's adorable. Okay, Star Quill is kind Lord. of an asshole. Isn't he? Like, especially at the Isn't beginning. Isn't he? Like, oh, I completely forgot you were here. And that's why, like, the discourse that I've read on Tumblr about this is that that's not how he is canonically. No, he's not. He's not a douchebag canonically. No. Um, and a lot of people were pissed that they made him like a womanizer. Yeah, he's not near as much of a womanizer. Yeah. Um, he also did not get abducted. Okay. He um, he is in fact half alien. Okay. Uh, that's a thing. Um, and I'm I, I'm trying desperately not to dry pie Greg's email. Okay. Okay. But he asks a lot of questions. So many questions. It's all questions. Um, and so I dug into <laughs> some of it. Um, so if I repeat myself when we go over his feedback, I apologize. I'm trying not to. Right. But he was not abducted. Okay. In the comics. He okay. actually, his mother was murdered as he was a young child. That happened. Okay. Um, aliens, I think, killed his mom. Let me double check. That sucks. Uh, Damn it, aliens. Be Martians nice. Martians invaded Earth. Yeah. What? Whatever. Um, but that wasn't until later. But uh, he grew up, uh, he actually did grow up on Earth. Uh, he actually joined NASA. Oh, wow. He was not dumb. No. And I remember, like, I read just a little bit about him and and the NASA stuff. And I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he actually did. So, but, uh, but Chris Pratt lost 60 pounds. He did. In eight months. Honey, quit baking. That's, that's what he shouted at I quit at her. drinking beer. Oh my God. That was, cause I know him from Parks and Rec. Yes. And that was the only. I knew ex- him from nothing. That was the only explanation we were given on Parks and Rec for his transformation. They were like, Andy, did you lose some weight? And he's like, yeah, I quit drinking beer. And they, they were like, that was a lot of beer. That's <laughs> great. But yeah, so he's, he's a lovable dork from Parks and Rec. Which I knew, all I knew was he was another Marvel actor named Chris. That's right. all I needed to know. Right. They do not have the full set though. 
They do not. If only we could get Pine. Oh, Pine. Yeah, I was like sitting here going, I know his name. Yeah. Pine. Pine. But, but yeah. I think he did a great job. And oh, I that, loved him. I loved him. And at that point, like, James Gunn was like, it'd be great if you could lose the weight and get all buff and stuff, but I will Photoshop he, abs on you if I have to. He, Jay, he was absolutely going to have, Chris Pratt was going to be Peter Quill regardless of his physical, which yeah. I think is great. Which I think is great, but I don't think they do that for a woman. No, they wouldn't. No. That, and that sucks. No. So, but, yeah. uh, canonically, uh, Peter Quill's uh, first issue was Marvel Preview number four. Okay. In 1976. Could not locate it to read it. Okay. The but, only... but then again, Unlimited, they don't have access to all their stuff. No, they don't. Um, Unfortunately. His origin story is in Marvel Preview number four and 11. I was able to read 11. Okay. There's very, very little in there. Uh, in the comics... Peter's father's is Jason of Spartoy. Okay. Um, and he traveled back in time and sired Peter Quill. That's an Inhumans number four, 2000. Oh, wow. Uh, but apparently, according to James Gunn, Jason of Spartoy is not his father in the movies. Right. It has been said multiple times. So I wonder who is his father? I don't know, but we find out in volume two. We but, find out in the next movie. But in the in the MCU, Quill's middle name is Jason. Yes. Not in the comics. Okay. It's the nod to his father. Oh, uh, okay. That's uh, okay. They, Peter just, Jason they still Quill. did give him the nod there. Yeah. So uh, there's that. Um, so there's that. There's he's his significant issues list is is long. quite extensive. He's <laughs> he's been around a while. He's done a lot of things. Um, yeah. And he looks so funny in his original comics. He looks like, a, he looks like Ant-Man. He's got a big old bug-eyed goggle. Oh, really? Things. Yeah. Um, That's he, probably why they did his, his space thing. Well, it's I, kind of a, probably an homage to that. Uh, I his helmet thing, which can I get one of those? That's pretty cool. I know. It dematerializes when you, you know, uh, when you don't need it. Yeah, he actually, I think, where's my phone? I took screenshots of the uh panel stuff in when they got arrested oh yeah uh he has an uh translator implanted in his neck oh which they never ever touch on that's interesting yeah so that is interesting but his uh that head thingy it's like sits right behind his ear yeah right here that's cool um I thought it was pretty cool. I'd like to get me one of them. I, I really I really like Peter because he's kind of an asshole, but he, he gets better and then he's kind of he's kind of Han Solo y. Yes. He's got some Han Solo uh, that's going on. Was one of his uh the inspiration, inspiration for his yeah. character. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. And of course he's got pelvic sorcery, which you know I know, right? You can't say no to. Yeah, he's supposed to be blonde. I'm glad they didn't make him blonde. But- we can't have all of that. Uh, he did actually serve time in the kiln. Okay. Uh, there's a there's a series. Uh, it's the Thanos. Yeah. Thanos Quest. It's from 1990. Thanos is a great big bag of dicks. Which is where uh, Thanos is looking for the gems. Mm. 
That's uh, okay. That's the which is kind of where this comes from, but kind of not. And that's how they're tying this into the Infinity Wars, which yes. is with the gems and because and they've Thanos. got to pull in the Guardians of the Galaxy to get to the Infinity Wars. And they had they had to give Thanos more of a presence than just I showed up at you know the end yes. of one of the movies as a teaser because he's going to be the big bad in Infinity. Right. So um, they actually had to give him a little bit more depth. Yes. And this is because this is the first movie we get Thanos as James Brolin. Was, and also Thanos actually in the movie. Yeah. As a character Instead in the movie. Instead of just a weird grinning silhouette. Who likes his chair. Yeah. Who he really he just wants his chair. Just really likes his chair. Apparently the chair has weapons and stuff in it. I want a, spa- a floaty space chair. So, yeah. I mean, that so, sounds pretty sweet. I know. So, uh, so the story kind of comes from that, but it also overlaps with another storyline of uh, Nebula and Xandar and Ronan and whatnot. I was but. so excited to see Karen Gillum in this. She's one of my Doctor Who babies, and this was okay. right as soon as she got done with... Um, you know, her run on Doctor Who. This is when she shaved her head. This is when she shaved her head. And nobody realized she did it until she took the wig off at Comic-Con. And it was like, holy fuck. It's a damn good wig, wasn't it? It really was. All right, let me find my uh, Nebula note. And then she had to wear a shitty wig for um, when she, she came back at the... That was a terrible wig. And I even, I knew that. Eleven's last episode where he saw Amy. And of course, I'm blubbering it's probably because they couldn't they realized that we wouldn't be able to tell through our tears oh well, there's that but you know but yeah i was really proud to see karen gillum because i really like her um and she's one of my who babies so that was really oh, yeah, cool yeah, i was excited to see her in it too and you don't know that that's her no like her acting was this a plus yeah i was really proud of her all right so let's talk about nebula okay um badass badass um canonically she is rumored to be the granddaughter of thanos okay um not necessarily one of his adopted daughters his daughter and she only claimed to be he never actually acknowledged acknowledged her um but uh uh let's see nebula have she fought with um the nova prime oh really uh the hero of xandar uh, because she believed they'd murdered her father. Hmm. So that's where the Xandor comes in at. Okay. So, and the Prime and all that. So that's... She so just wants kinda, to fuck stuff yeah, up. They they grabbed a couple of storyline threads and stuck them together. We, um, we, I don't think it's too big of a spoiler to say, but we do get her in the next movie. Yeah, she, well, and we, she lives at the end of this movie. She's still alive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, her but, first appearance is Avengers 257, 1985. Okay. But I was, I'm really there. excited. I hope we get more from her character-wise, because I think she's very interesting. Yes. I mean, you got great lines, like, of all the, um, you know, of all the uh, Thanos' kids, I hated you the least. Yeah, her and Gamora weren't so much sisters, obviously, since she was never really Thanos' daughter. Right. Um, which, even in the movie, she's an adopted daughter. Yeah. But they are both in this group called the Graces. Okay. Uh, fighter people. Cool, cool. Uh, so, let me see. Not going to lie, it kind of sounds like Space Amazons. And I'm kind of hoping that's what it is. Uh, yeah, it is kind of like that. That's awesome! That is, is kind of what it's like. Um, Gila, uh, Karen researched the ancient Spartans. Awesome. And uh, shaved off her hair and trained two months for this role. That's so cool. Her makeup took approximately four and a half hours. That's awesome. I'm so. very proud of Now, she's not doing the shaved head again. 
Well, in the comics, she had hair. Well, no, I mean they're doing the effect, from what I understand. Okay, but she's they're not doing shave a, her head. No, they're doing like a bald cap or something. Okay. So okay. it's like that's, whatever. That's cool. That's that is. Cool. I trust them at this point. Okay, yeah, I do. I trust James Gunn because I think he did an awesome job. Well, he didn't write the movie; he directed it. I know. A lady this wrote was, it. This was our lady writer. This movie. was our lady writer, oh. and I need to look her up because, of course, I don't no, know it off the top to, of my head. Like a terrible, terrible human being. You don't have to look her up. It's right here. Nicole Perlman. Oh, okay. I got it right here. Because I have everything printed out. Of course you do. Uh, so that's uh, Gamora. That Gamora. That's a natural... Um, oh, no. James Gunn wrote on it. Oh. Oh, yeah. He did. He did. But she's got first billing. Yeah. And he always gives her credit on everything. Uh, one last thing oh. about... Uh-oh. They have a Black Widow listed in her as the writer. Yeah, I'll believe it when I I'm see it. I'm still excited. Like, I can't. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, She's the one that's tapped for Captain Marvel. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I trust her. But it's IMDb, so how much can we really trust IMDb? I know. So, uh, one last thing about Quill before we move on, because I totally okay. forgot. Um, sorry. In the can- okay, he talks about his ship, the Milano, mm-hmm. which, yes, is absolutely a nod to... Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano. He was a child of the 80s. He went with what he oh, gave him God. little... Bless him, little heart. But... When I found out this little tidbit, it made me very sad that they didn't do this. But he is, his ship is named Ship. Okay. And Ship is sentient. Really? Yes. We didn't get like a like a no. space Jarvis? No. But we already had a Jarvis, so... I know, but they could have made it voiced by Alyssa Milano. Yeah. I, don't, I don't give a fuck who, who voiced her. I would have loved to have had a sentient ship. That sucks. That would tell him that he was being an ass. And that you know that's exactly why they didn't do it is because Jarvis... I know it is, but he was sentient and had a 3D avatar. He had a widget that would go around with him. Yeah. I was very uh, sad that we did not get. I'm all sad. Yeah. That's. Yeah. That made me sad. So, um, that moves us on to Gamora, who is played by. Zoe Saldana. Zoe Saldana. I love her. Who is kick-ass. Uh, she been in so much nerd stuff. This is awesome. Yes. I'm very proud of her. I like her a lot. She's, she's a great been in many, too. many. She's becoming the next um, Gina. Gina. Firefly. Oh, Gina Torres. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Who's in all the cool things? Oh, she was in Avatar too. Yeah, she was. Totally forgot about. Which apparently that. they're going to make more of those eventually at some point. Oh, uh, one of the scenes. Uh, one of the fight scenes. And while when Zoe and Chris were practicing a lot of their fight scenes, they had protective gear on. Right. And so they would actually hit each other. Right. Well, in one of the scenes when she kicks the shit out of him. Yeah, he wasn't wearing. She almost broke his ribs. Because he, he wasn't wearing his padding. He was not wearing his padding and did not tell her because he was afraid she would pull, pull a punch. It. Chris, you're a dumbass. Yeah. So. That was a good fight. So he was bruised through to the end of the uh, the filming. Um. Her first comic was Strange Tales uh, number 180. That was in 1975. Okay. Who do you think is the oldest character as far as when they were first introduced? Rocket Raccoon. Nope. Uh, Groot? Groot. Oh, I am Groot. He was introduced in 1960, but is not the Groot we know and love today. Really? No. They reused? Completely different Groot. Awesome. Uh, Bad guy Groot. (gasps) No. Uh, Yeah. He, he wasn't was a, a tree, was well, he? Yeah, he was a tree. 
Um, now, but- is Groot like a species name? Mm. Because doesn't the collector they just say re- a Groot? They just, they just reclaimed reclaimed the character. Because the because because uh, completely redesigned. The collector says something like, "I never thought I'd see a Groot or something." So I kind of thought it's a he's a flora flora colossus. Flora colossus. He's precious, is what he is. He is. But the the Tales to Astonish series uh, was really a bunch of one off stories. I mean, if you yeah. remember, that's where Iron Man came from originally. Yeah. yeah. It was a bunch of one off stories, and so Groot started out they like probably that. were using them as like what's popular whatever sells the best let's make a full-scale comic about it yeah or they just took some, or you just needed something just cranking material yeah. out so um but there's uh because i was talking uh there's a whole series called the annihilation ronin series that sounds and fun and fluffy in issue number three it was in 2006 so it's fairly recent okay um gamora and ronin have a big fight in it okay uh so that whole world is a lot of uh back and forth back and forth i thought threads that you could you can see where they got the ideas for the movie yeah yeah but the cohesion is just not there like it is in civil war or iron man yeah. or winter where you've got more of a foundation yeah. from the actual comics but i thought she did great and i loved I loved what they did with, because that's the thing, that's the cool thing you get about aliens and stuff, is Quill can say these ridiculous things like, yes, Kevin Bacon, Footloose, and the aliens are like, yes, your hero, Kevin Bacon. And we as the audience are like, oh, that's funny, because it's it's a movie. Yeah. That's awesome. But like, so I think that there's some neat opportunities for stuff like that. And, um... I think it's. I think it was really funny, and I and I like how she responded to him, and she just you know tries to kill him several times. It's great, but I, I did like Gamora a lot. Uh, she was the adopted daughter of of Thanos. Thanos. Okay, she was in fact. Thanos doesn't seem like the parent kind of guy. No, but he needed warriors. Yeah, he. She. Uh, if you read through her, um, her thing, her thing at the <laughs> kiln. Oh yeah. Uh, it says on here, last survivor of the Zihabri people. Well, oh, guess, God, so he... So guess he, he took those people out. Thanos, he exterminated her... Her race. Her race. And, wow. Uh, she found her as a small child. Very Loki. Very yeah. Loki. Yeah. And took her in and altered her memory so that she would not see his evilness. Uh, now, okay. Isn't Thanos, like, canonically the most powerful shit in the universe? Or one we, of them. Um, he is. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm jumping around. You are. And I cannot keep up. It's okay. Uh, he is a titan. He's a titan. He is, in fact, a titan. That sounds big and bad. Yeah. His, well, his um, dad's Kronos. Or his grandfather. His grandfather is Kronos. So. Uh, yeah, he's uh, one of the Eternals. So. He actually uh, is in possession of the reality gem, even though in Guardians of the Galaxy, the Collector has the reality gem. The reality is either? Yes. Okay. Okay. That's the red one. Yeah. Because that was at the the end of Dark... The Dark Thor. Dark World. The Dark Thor? Dark Thor. Thor the Dark Thor? The Dark Thor. (laughs) Actually, a Dark Thor would be a pretty interesting... It would be a better movie, I think. It would. Anything to make that better. That's the... um, the Aether, I actually have. Oh, I did have a tidbit a about of, that. I have a list of the stones somewhere. Um, on a completely unrelated note, but I have no outlet for it other than the 
Marvel. Go, go, go. Um, they reshot stuff and added more Loki. After the fact. After. People were clamoring get, for but it. Guess, but guess why? What it was after. Hmm. Comic-Con. Oh, yeah. How popular that was. How many yep. hits that thing got. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Sorry. I just, I've been sitting on that for a while. Oh, that's <laughs> Just very fun. exciting. Hold on. The mind. Okay. There were just six Infinity Gems. Soul, time, mind, space, power, and reality. The one in this movie was power. Okay. Yeah. The purple. For the um, MCU. Mind gem, the mind gem. Um, power gem allows total access to all the power uh, and energy in existence. This includes all the power that has ever or will ever exist. Right. The power gem has the ability to boost the effects of other gems. It is capable of duplicating almost any physical superhuman ability. Damn, At son. full potential, the power gem is capable of granting omnipotence. Ooh. Um, the reality gem allows the fulfillment of any wish, even if it contradicts any universal laws. It just went wiggly woo, um, and it made Jane sick. Yeah, but in the comics, uh, Thanos has it. Right. So, so yeah. <sighs> so the Infinity Gems. I'm very excited. So I'm 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 gonna go back to. I'm guessing we're gonna see one in Doctor Strange. Probably. And I'm still at war with myself. Be- well, Dark World or um, Ragnarok's already filming. Yes. So I think we'll get the other one in Ragnarok. I would say Black Panther would be a decent candidate, but they've pushed it back. Yeah, they pushed him back. So too I think far. I well, think Doctor Strange and we've Thor. Doctor Strange and Ragnarok and Ragnarok because we know where the other ones are. Yeah, those are the only two left. So, uh, but you know why um, Thanos wanted the gems? Because um, he's an asshole. Because he was in love with death. Shut up. Oh, oh, is that the same death that Deadpool is canonically married to? Because I, I don't know, he, but I really want to know what uh, Deadpool thinks about all of this. Yeah, because I'm sure Deadpool would sass him some Thanos. Well, it's, um, it's also, it is known that, uh, it's, well, when it's stated, when they, t- when it talks about Thanos, uh, death Thanos once met death itself as it appeared to him embodied in a female form. So canonically, death is gender neutral. Right. Deadpool's married to death. I know. This says nothing about that. You're not paying the kitty cat enough attention. Apparently, I am not paying enough attention to my cat. She's like, hello, excuse me. I am adorable. Yes, you are, but I am surrounded by papers right now. And she's like, I don't care. Yes, your daughter is texting us. Yes, I see that. She didn't have time to send in. That's okay. Feedback. That's more than okay. Um, Um, But while we're talking about feedback, um, I do want to call out some folks. Do it. Do it. Um, Claire and Caitlin have yet to send us any MCU feedback. Ever. Ever. Just saying. Just saying. You know. I wish you guys could see my cat right now. (laughs) hilarious she's like so anyway you're gonna pay attention to me whether she's i want you to or not. at my arm and attempting to pull it towards her uh, yeah okay fine so yeah <sighs> okay so yeah thanos is a knowledge seeker former god destroyer conqueror and nihilist you know whatevs that's what he's listed at his uh paraphernalia is listed as the cosmic cube the infinity gauntlet and the reality gem right, right. so he he is canonically he is during this Whatever he has the reality gem, but in the movies the collector has it right, and it's theoretically only there because Asgard didn't want to house both that and the Tesseract, and I was like okay because we first get the collector as the um 
has one of the end credit scenes in Thor the Dark World. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was a lead in to Guardians. Right. And I I don't care for the characters, the collector's characterization. He's just weird. And not in a fun yeah. way. And I usually, I mean, Benicio Del Toro is a good actor. Yeah. Uh, we've had, a, I've, uh, we had somebody else was complaining about. Yeah, I'm just not a big fan of the way he of was him. done. Uh, hold on. I have a sheet on the collector here. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm so ADD. No, I'm like, pew, fine, pew, pew, pew. Fine. Uh, he, uh, the thing is, he is actually, uh, he's like older than old. Okay. Like, I totally um, get that because she says when she's giving the spiel about nowhere, mm-hmm. Gamora's like, okay, but then the, the Tavon family. Okay. The whole, the collector being at nowhere drives me up the wall because that's where the Guardians of the Galaxy are based. Oh. And the nowhere, which actually is a Celestial's head, but... Uh, the collector actually has a ship that he flies around in. So Thanos is a celestial, or Thanos is a Thanos is not a celestial. Titan. He's okay. a Titan. Okay. Not to be confused with the celestial. Okay. Don't ask me what the difference is. I don't know. Okay. Uh, the celestials are much more ancient. I think. Okay. I think they're supposed to be more ancient. But the collector is uh, is an elder of the universe, so he's like way way super old too. Yeah. Uh, the origin of the Collector is lost in antiquity. What is known that he is one of the oldest living beings in the universe. Right on. He really needs to learn how to dress. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, having been I know. Long, he looks like, like a Liberace reject. That's how he's described. Oh, really? He, yeah. Self-described. Okay. Self-described. Yeah. Okay. He hit the nail, the nail on the head. Uh, he's among the first universe's races to become sentient in the wake of the Big Bang. Virtually immortal. Wow. Uh, so, yeah. So, no wonder he collects things. Yeah, that's what he I want to know what he plans to do with the stones. Don't know, because he clearly he and, collects things, though. and that's the thing. He clearly wants them. Thanos wants them. I think the collector wants them to have collected them. Okay, so you don't think he's going to actually do anything with them? I, in my opinion, this is completely headcanon from what I've been looking at. He just wants to have them. Okay, and none of our them. heroes know about the set. Nobody has connected it at that point. I don't think so because even like Iron Man and all of them, they don't know anything about it. All they know like is they the, think the, the Tesseract gem. is the Tesseract. They think they kept referring to it as Loki Scepter. Like they don't realize yeah, the, because the gem came out of Loki Scepter. They don't necessarily right. con- under don't seem to have conceived of the fact that the gem was the gem before it became Loki Scepter. And they haven't connected that it's that makes sense. of the same collection as or that there the even Tesseract is a- and the Ether. Well, and the- to them, the Tesseract, which is actually the Cosmic Cube. Yeah, well, you know. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> because reasons. Red Skull. Um, just putting that out there. Uh, yeah, they, I don't think they know that the Tesseract is even a gem. Yeah. At this point. It's the Tesseract. It's a cube. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's something that's not quite. But it's coming. I think we're going to see it with Doctor Strange. Okay. Um, because Doctor Strange is a part of the Infinity War. That's why they point, had to do Doctor at Strange. At some point, they all have to realize, oh, shit, this is, if you put these together. Yeah. Because they're not introducing Doctor Strange just for the hell of it. Yeah. They're they putting him in there for a reason. They need him for Infinity War. Yeah. Which, you know, that means Benedict's going to be in Infinity War. Yeah. Just saying. Of course he is. Okay. <laughs> which, you know, oh he God, had ben- to sign for a contract. Okay. I, I'm so glad you brought that up. Because. <gasps> Are you? Okay. I think I'm going to regret it. Vin Diesel. <gasps> My baby. Vin Diesel, precious, precious angel that he is. I love him. He Instagrammed. Yes. The supposedly, which 
Infinity Wars is there. They haven't started filming or anything like that. Um, but he Instagrammed that picture, the picture of the the quote unquote cast list, mm-hmm. and it had fucking everybody in it. Yeah, it had the Agents of Shield team. It had Loki. Yeah, it had the Guardians. Uh, and I don't think it's going to have all those people in it. No, but I, I no. was like, holy shit! I don't bless him because the idea of Benedict and Tom being in a movie together and being nerds and having set pictures and oh, holy Jesus, Ben um, is such a precious pancake, and he must be protected. I love him dearly, but I, he's not. I the just smartest can't. pancake in the drawer. I just can't see that they would pancake let him in the drawer. Where did I get that I from? I really don't know, but now it's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Vin Diesel is my love in my life. You know he is. I do. I do. From um, the Last Witch Hunter, right? Ever right. since I saw the Last Witch Hunter, he is he is my man. Yep. Um, and I I did not realize how much of a dork he was. Yeah, I knew he was a dork from Groot, but I did not realize to the extent of his dorkiness. Yeah. So, but he must be protected at all costs. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was, I'm looking at it right now and I'm going to go through the whole list. It's uh, Iron Man, Thor, Thor um, Hulk, Cap, Black Widow, Hawkeye, Scarlet Witch, Vision, Ant-Man, Wasp, who, well, she's going to be Wasp, let's face it. Uh, Spider-Man, Black Panther, Rhodey, Bucky. Uh, there he is. Yep. Sam, Pratt. So we got we got Star Lord, Gamora, Drax, Rocket, um, of course himself. Um, so Groot. We've got Karen Gillum, Michael Rooker, Kurt Russell. Yeah, we then need Kurt Russell. this is where it starts straining incredulity because they have so far not included now, any of the TV people. Now let's not do much spoilers for the Guardian Galaxy two. Now, no, I'm not. I'm okay. not saying where he's from. <laughs> Kristen Ritter mm-hmm. from Jessica Jones, mm-hmm. Daredevil, mm-hmm. Punisher, mm-hmm. Luke Cage, Iron Fist, yeah. Elektra, Captain Marvel, mm. Doctor Strange, The Ancient One, Phil Coulson, Sky. Uh, Sky slash Daisy uh, slash uh, Skadaisy. Skadaisy. Okay. Um, uh, Mama May, mm-hmm. Fitzsimmons, Bobby, Thanos, Fury. What? No Hunter? No, no Hunter. Oh. Loki, Hank Pym, and Nova Prime. <laughs> but okay, he did. He but... did post the logo with Avengers: Infinity War Part One and Part Two. As we know, they're no longer Part One and Part Two. So they're not. They- the only problem I have with all of that is Wait, all they're of not? the no they're, they've made they're they announced they were only gonna do it as one they're not oh, doing two I don't did you that. miss that I missed that huh yeah did I dream that I could have sworn I read that somewhere but anyway um the only problem I have with all of that is that that's three different studios okay three different sets of contracts yeah. That's a lot of legal conflict right there. Well, honestly, like when I got really excited about it. I was like, oh, shit, they're not going to bring the TV folks in. And that wasn't even talking about the Netflix TV folks. Mm-hmm. They're not. Like, S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. I'm, there has been a schism. Mm-hmm. Perlmutter is over there. or Perlmutter, or however you say it, the asshole. Mm-hmm. He's the one that donates to Trump. Um, he's over the TV side. And then you've got Feige and them over there in the movie side. Mm-hmm. And there has been a split. And there's a reason the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is not as all-inclusive as it used to be. Yeah. No. So, I mean, I would love to believe all this. I just, I can't swallow it until I, can't. I see it done. I can't either. Um, but anyway, Guardians of the Galaxy. So, yeah, sorry. I just, <laughs> this is my only Marvel outlet right now. I know. But, we yeah. Will, we'll, we'll work on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. soon. 
I almost cried because I was like, please let Loki be in this. <laughs> well, I, I don't doubt Loki being in it. Okay. But I have you, to see Ragnarok before I can make that that's call. That's true. That is a true ass so, statement because there's shit um, going on with the with the Ragnarok filming that is confusing me. So anyway, uh, let's look at Rocket and Groot because they are a couple. Oh my God, I love them so much. They are so much a couple. So the thing is, uh, now remember I said that Groot is the uh, oldest as yes. far as how long he's been around character? Yes. This is his sheet. Oh my gosh, we don't know much about Groot, we do we? We know very, very little about Groot. Um, he is a peacekeeper. He's precious. He is a former king. Of course he is. Because he's mad. He actually... as fuck. Uh, he uh, actually speaks in the comics. Okay. Like words and stuff? Yeah, like actual Other words than, and stuff. Other yeah. than, like, more than five words? Yeah. Um, he is formerly of the Howling Commandos. Shut the fuck up. Are you see like how does that work? How was a tree in the Howling Commandos? Um Fury and his Howling Commandos rescued him and blah 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 and he um said, mm, can I help? Oh my god. It's an extra elf. Now I'm just picturing him with a bowler hat. And I'm intensely No, happy but I do have that. a picture of him in his little uniform. But hold on. Groot was an extraterrestrial being that had the appearance of a tree and his race was thought to be extinct. It was determined that his species was called Floral Colossus by the Cree. Oh, Groot Creek. initially traveled to Earth seeking humans as test subjects. His mission was foiled by Leslie Evans, who used termites against him. <laughs> oh, my God. And it appeared that Groot was destroyed. However, he defeated it, the Living Colossus, and became captive of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh. He would later become a member of Nick Fury's Howling Commandos team. The Incredible Hulk found himself in battle with Groot, although it was never revealed his apparent destruction. The Hulk was fighting a replica of Groot, not Groot himself. Oh, my gosh. He's probably an LMD. Groot recently returned to space and was selected by the Kree to be part of Star-Lord's team in the event known as the Annihilation Conquest. That's a whole another series. The Annihilation yeah. series, there are several different individual series. Like there's a Star-Lord's one, there's a Ronin one, but they're mm -hmm. like just a handful of comics each. Uh, but the uh, Groot and Star-Lord would eventually defeat the menace known as the Phalanx. The battle with the Phalanx, I think it was kind of the inspiration for the battle in Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Because okay. it is in that battle in which uh, Groot does, does actually sacrifice his life. And Rocket does take his... Because he carries Rocket around yeah. on his shoulders. And he does that in yeah. the comics. Well, he sacrifices himself and Groot does come back. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> But not as a branch. Okay. He comes back as... Okay, so I'm going to show you... So that's Groot in his cute little uniform. Oh my god, he's precious! So when he does come back, he's like this big. Right. Like five inches tall. But does he dance? And naked. No, he is He is a bitter, 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 bitter little branch. Oh. And he demands the same respect that he received. Groot is <laughs> a dick. I'm glad they he's made him former, not in it. He's a dick. former king, so he demands oh the same respect. And so Rocket picks him up and puts him on his shoulder, and he says, you know, something to the effect of turnabout is fair play and whatnot. And so he carries who will I love so our that Groot. actually happened. I love our Groot. I love our Groot the so much Groot. more. Um, but after the defeat of the Phalanx, Groot joined the Guardians of the Galaxy. And I love that, like, Vin Diesel, obviously he was able to do this because... Groot had five lines, or five words that he had to say, but he recorded every single one differently. He recorded it for the situation, and he did, like... He did all the different languages, He too. did all the languages, mm -hmm. and I love that, because he showed up at the premiere, and he was just this... He would walk around in the premieres in the stilts. Yes, 
And he was just a ray of sunshine. He was not in the movie because it was James Gunn's brother who plays uh, Merle's Yondu sidekick. Yes. He's he's being fully serious. Yes, that guy. Uh, he plays the Groot and has the, the he, he played he played Rocket too. He's the stand-in. Yeah. Um. But uh. But Vin Diesel put on the stilts to do the recording to feel yes. the immensity. He's such a precious angel. Vin Diesel is. He's like human a sunshine. Dork. Yeah. So I'm just I'm really glad we got we got him for that. So. And then of course, the angry small one. The me of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, hey, me too. Rocket Raccoon. I feel Rocket's pain. I do too, man. So much. Um, the fun fact that I learned about Rocket. Uh, now, he started off in Marvel Preview number 7 in 1976. Okay. Uh, one of the interesting things that I learned about this from... It's actually... It's in the movie. Is when you see him. He's at the kiln. And oh, they're yeah. The, the stuff, and he's got all the stuff aso- on him. Known associates. Groot and Lila. Yeah. Lila the Otter. <gasps> yeah, you Lila, showed me a picture of Lila. Lila the Otter is his uh, life, is his soulmate. Yeah. I think that's beautiful. And she's awesome. So there was a nod to her. Oh my God, I think that's in, awesome. in the film. And I think that's, that's, that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Now I want a Marvel Otter movie. Um, he also wore skates. Oh my gosh. In the that's comics. I, I need the comics. Um, but yeah, there's also, uh, he has his own series, Rocket Raccoon series from 1985. He's precious and angry and full of guns and swears, and I love him. But the uh, the Rocket Raccoon and Groot comics didn't come out until this year. Oh, really? Yeah, I was very saddened to hear that. They I bet were it was, it was probably a result of the movie. Oh, you know it was. They're a great team. So, yeah. But yeah, he was, in fact, he's, a, he's what he is. Yeah. I love him. He's genetically engineered. <laughs> One of the, like, okay. And has some of the weirdest storylines. I'm not going to get into them, but I'm like, toy moguls? Okay. Oh, I heard about that, yeah. So it's so funny to me. And killer clowns, so don't read too much. No. So it's so funny to me that, like, usually you get, and and I love Cap. I love my my baby Cap mm-hmm. and Thor and all, all our superhero babies mm-hmm. that we're used to with, with Marvel. And... They give these grand speeches and da 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 da. And one of my favorite things about Guardians is, why do you want to save the universe? And Quill is like, I'm one of the idiots who lives in it. Like I know, right? That is an actual like argument a normal person would make. I know. So yeah, I just thought that was beautiful. So basically, I just love Rocket, and I would just like to say that I have the uh, Funko dancing baby Groot. Yes, you do. And I love him. We have crocheted baby groups. We do. Handmade crocheted Handmade. baby groups. I, I forgot who did that at Two Twenty oh, Con. God, I can't remember. I just saw them and grabbed them and ran. Yeah, they're gorgeous. There were like two, and I was like, yeah. "That's that's ours." Yeah, and it's a little pot and everything. Mm-hmm. It's, it's gorgeous. Adorable. Yeah. So my favorite character. Okay. While I am Rocket, right, and I love Groot, right, and you know. Drax the Destroyer, right, is my sweet, sweet baby. Oh my god! Like one, I find one of probably the funniest joke in the movie for for my nerd self is, um, you can't get anything over my head. I would catch it. My reflexes are yes. Oh my god! Like and then later he attempts. You know he actually yeah he actually does he use tries so hard. I love it. I just love it. Um. 
Drax uh, originally appears in Captain Marvel number 32 okay. back in 1974. Um, it's actually Thanos that kills his family. Okay. Which I think is very interesting because at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy, as they're walking out of the big meeting... With Nova Prime and them. With Nova Prime, he says, um, he was just a puppet. My real target is Thanos. Right. So, Even though that. he does, in the movie, he does say, like, Ronan actually physically killed his family. Yes. Which actually brings us to the point that Drax was born human. Which freaks me the fuck out. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. He was born, um, Arthur Douglas... Which kind of freaks me out because all I can think of is Douglas Adams and Arthur from the um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy movies. But well, all I can think of is Arthur Shappy. Oh, no. His uh, origin story was in Captain Marvel number 32. Okay. His first appearance was in Iron Man number 55. Oh, wow. Yeah. Him, okay. Him and Iron Man are people. Are people. Are, pe- are people. They know <laughs> each other. Man, look at you with um, the words. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing really good. He is an honorary... Uh, Drax is an honorary citizen of, of Titan. Uh, he is... Actually, from the USA, he's legally deceased. He was born in Burbank, California, in case that's important to anybody. It was Thanos' grandfather, Kronos, who brought him back mm. and gave him, you know, new body and whatnot. So there's that. He is actually green in the comics. Yeah, but, I've, I've seen panels of him, and it was not. I, it didn't look yeah. right. I was like, what? So, but but you put him against uh, next to Gamora, right? Uh, why not change Gamora's color? Well, let me explain that to you. Because the Hulk. Yeah. Do we really need a big, Another big green bulky, guy? green yeah, guy? Let's, yeah, let's not confuse the children. Yeah. It's all for the children. Which tells me that She-Hulk is never happening, because then they wouldn't want to want Gamora to... Yes. So, Kronos yeah. brought him back specifically to stop Thanos from getting the Cosmic Cube. Okay. So, there's that. Um. Oh, uh, yeah. I just realized we didn't talk about... Uh, I wanted to explain a little bit more about Yondu real quick. Oh, okay. Yondu was actually uh, of a tribal tribal warrior race. Okay. He has a red mohawk. Right on. But they chose not to do that. They thought that... They just did like the that, panel or whatever uh, it is. Michael's um, natural clumsiness would kind of get in the way. So they just oh, decided clumsy? not to... Yeah. Oh, bless they him. They decided to not... Bless um, him. Not do that. <laughs> uh, he's a centaurian. Okay. Uh, and he actually has some powers of empathy. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, he's an empath. Okay. And um, he's a bit of a mystic. And he he is an archer. Oh, okay. He's so that's where they got archer. the arrow thing yes. from. And, and I he guess, carries a bow. I guess they didn't do that because of the Hawkeye thing. Because Hawkeye. But um, the, the, uh, the little arrow thing he has, mm-hmm. it's referred to as a Yaka arrow. That's an actual thing. Really? And his native language is mm-hmm. clicks and whistles and whatnot oh so the whistling uh-huh oh that's really cool yes because see that's the thing like it's the centaurian language and he's from 1969 so he predates oh, wow. a lot of these characters too but he was one of the more original character uh guardians anyway because that was really cool to me like there were a lot of things where they're like oh hey you can't make jack screen Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, you can't, Yondu can't have a bow because of Hawkeye. Like, there were a lot of things that they were like, okay, well, we have to have a creative solution for how to make this still feel like the character, but be different and new. And mm-hmm. I think they did an awesome job because... I liked Yondu. When I, th- I found out that Michael Rooker was cast in Guardians of the Galaxy, I lost my shit. Because yeah, to did. me, he is Merle. Yeah. He's Merle Dixon. He's Daryl Dixon's older, crappy brother. brother. Yeah. Who's actually quite endearing. 
He he got a redemption arc. Oh my no, gosh. no, no! But it was good. It, was it a? It oh, was an actual good it one? was good. It was a sac. It was oh heat and mm, Merle. <laughs> See, that's what I'm worried about with Loki. Loki's going to get a Merle. redemption, and somebody's going to do something bad to him, and I will I cry. I don't want to give spoilers to people who haven't watched The Walking Dead, but right, you love him in the end. Oh my gosh! And Daryl makes you cry because, well, Daryl. Well, that. Some of that might just be you, though. Oh, wait. Yeah. That's not just me. Okay. Women well, and okay. men. Well, okay. Like, objectively. Women and men. Yeah. Across the globe. People who enjoy the Daryl. Oh, wait. What's this? Oh, oh. Are we being distracted? We are being distracted. What is that? What is what? Hold on. I'm not there yet. Oh, Jesus. Oh, it's the Parks and Rec. Pratt, <laughs> Pratt. <laughs> oh, my gosh, oh. Caitlin. She said she would distract us with uh, yes. Chris Pratt gifts. And it, she is, has, it is now her, she her has, goal uh, to distract us while, whilst we record. She has delivered. So uh, let's touch on a couple more characters real quick. We, there okay. was, there's Ronan the Accuser. Um, he was exiled from the Kree Empire. Right. Um, we don't really know a lot. Because he's kind of an him. asshole. He's very much an asshole. We don't really know. There's not so much about his. Um, ooh. There's the name I told you I thought I heard of earlier, but we can't what? talk about that because that's spoiler. Can we have a spoiler section at the very, very end so you can tell me? Eh, I can tell you about it after record because we don't have enough spoiler stuff to have a spoiler section. Okay. Um, Unless you want to talk about Thor Ragnarok and then I totally can. <laughs> Not that uh, I'm obsessed. Yeah. Or but, nothing. But we don't know. They don't talk a whole lot about Ronan and his past or anything. He's from Fantastic Four. Okay. So that's why. Wow. It's kind of a wonder we probably even got him. Uh, yeah, his intro was in Fantastic Four number 65 in 1967. So, Damn, so he goes back. Yeah, he goes back. Um, he, Silver Surfer, Galactica, mm. that whole. All that bullshit. All that bullshit. Um, I do want to talk about one minor, very minor character. And it really, really bugs me. And it bugs me that it bugs me. Well, you are you. Did you follow that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kara Thok. Okay. He's the pursuer. Jaiman Huntsu. He's the guy whose name I cannot say. Jaiman Huntsu. Thank you. Um, but he's the pursuer. He's the guy who's gone after the uh, uh, orb. Who? At the Who? Him. Yeah. That's yeah. the guy. Yeah. That's the guy. Um, Star Lord. <laughs> what really bothers me, and he his first appearance is actually in Quasar issue number 32 in 1932. Oh, excuse me, 1992. Because I was going, holy shit. 32. 30, I was like, damn, Marvel goes back. Damn, than son. I thought. <laughs> 92 1992 um and he is an agent of uh of ronin the only thing is he is cree oh well i enjoy the fact that we have a man of color yeah that's pretty cool in the cast albeit a even minor though he's character. a bad guy Whatever. well and even though he's a minor very very minor character cree are blue very blue very very blue this man is very, very not blue. And we have seen other Kree and not just Ronan. So, I mean, like, we know. How is he not blue? Yeah. Huh? Did they need to show off that they had a man of color that badly? I think it was that it was... Jamin Hensu's a recognizable guy. That's he's true. Im- he's imposing. That's very true. And they clearly made him different because he's got, like, these implants or whatever. Yes, he is cybernetic. And canonically, so, he is cybernetic. Oh. Well, then I got nothing. And his eyes are blue. But he is bald. Yeah. He is indeed. Um, but yeah, but it kind of bothers me that it bothers me that he's not blue. But it does because representation. You. I know. But it's not consistent. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Um, and the career giant assholes just across the board, especially if you're involved with Agents of Shield. 
the Kree are yeah, assholes. that's true. Although, the Kree are the ones who formed the Guardians of the Galaxy, so whatever. What? Um. Uh? So... Like Ronan really is like a rogue Cree. Oh yeah, he's he's ex- he's he an doesn't exile. Sp- he doesn't speak for the empire. No, he is an exile. Gotcha. gotcha. And they talk about that in the movie. He talks about he's how because he's a terrorist. Follows, yeah, and how he follows the old ancient ways and blah. blah Although, blah. can I say like Lee Pace? Wow, I oh, I love Lee Pace. I don't. I love. I him. don't. I think he's great. I can't get past the eyebrows. <laughs> I think anybody any guy that can do that Ronan has a weird name. Any guy that can do Ronan. <laughs> You're just going to ignore that, yeah, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Anybody that can do Ronan and Thrandy the Party King. Oh, God. In the same year. <laughs> in the same year. Like, I mean, you, you got to give props See, to the guy. See, that's why I can't. I, but, no. He's another one of our Lord of the Rings people I that are know. in the Marvelverse. Because we, we're Marvel getting verse? a lot of them now. The Marvelverse. How much wine have you had? A, more than you. I'm driving later, right? It's bad, though, but it's I'm drinking so it. so bad. What was it? Castles of the dead or something shit something of the devil it was on oh, the devil okay well see that's the thing it was on sale for ten dollars so it was probably like expensive you can get morgan creek for ten dollars i know i should probably do that but anyway anyway i'm you see me pouring it down the sink right yeah glug 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 okay but i don't know or it was at least because of the cree that they exist, i like lee pace though i don't he's thrandy man yeah, but Thrandy's a, he's a dick. He's laughable. The eyebrows, man. <laughs> he has black eyebrows and blonde hair. <laughs> I had that in fifth grade, okay? Okay, but you gotta ship him with Bard, right? With who? Bard. Oh, totally. Okay. I'm just totally. Alright. Totally. Chris. But Bard tops. <laughs> you asked. I love you. You asked. I oh love my you too. God. Drink more wine. Okay. Um, we talked about how nowhere is actually the base of the Guardians. Right, right. Okay, I can put those notes away. Okay. All right, do you want goofs or trivia? Uh, start with the goofs because you said there aren't that many. Yeah, there's only... And they're kind of stupid. Well, yeah, Some well, of them are stupid. I picked out the better you ones. You picked out the better ones. Okay. Yeah, because I don't give a shit that the text from the note from Peter Quill's mother does not match the voiceover. Yeah. Because editing. Nobody cares. Um... After Gamora tells Quill his... Oh, no, that has a note that says Greg's email, so I have to hold off on that. Okay. Um, the monstrous inmate, the blue one <gasps> yes. that Greg pulls his nose apart... Yes. ...is voiced by Nathan Fillion. Yes, it is. Who we all know and love, but not that you would ever know unless you just knew that. And I don't think I don't see a, how that's a goof. I don't think it's a spoiler because I don't know who he plays, and I'm even if I did, I wouldn't say. But yeah, he but is. He is going to be in in, yeah. in uh, Guardians of the I Galaxy Volume Two. Real role, especially since Castle got canceled. I do too, because and I, it ended badly. Uh, yeah, I I love Nathan Fillion, so I'm very excited. If for you're him. not following him on Twitter, you need to rethink your life choices. So He's anyway, a precious angel. So the 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 goof is okay in that scene. Okay. Okay. So uh, they walk in, and it's it's Quill and Rocket and Groot and Gamora walking right. in, and the big blue dude saying things, and Groot sticks his finger. Okay. When it, you see Gamora and all of them standing there, right? And the monstrous—that's how he's referred to as the monstrous inmate. That's his, yeah. and that's in that's caps. his moniker. That's what he's referred to as. Um, so by the time Groot sticks his fingers up his nose, and they so there's a close-up shot, and then they mm-hmm. do another wide shot. Gamora's gone. 
Really? You never see her walk away? Well, poop. She is just not there, and she is not there for the rest of the scene. I never noticed that. I didn't notice it either. Most until of these I read things that. I don't notice because I'm like, ooh, shiny Marvel. Um, this is listed as a goof, but I beg to differ. Okay. Okay. Uh, Groot rescues Drax from the yellow slime. Oh no, this isn't it. The yellow slime that they throw Drax into. Yeah. At one point, it looks like it's they show him throwing the slime, and then they right. do the under camera where it's watery. Mm-hmm. It's not slimy, and I'm like, but filming. Yeah. How is that a goof? Yeah, that's what I took that to mean as well. Um, however, when Groot rescues Drax for the yellow slime and pokes a hole in his chest, mm-hmm. the hole is apparently never bothers him again. That's true. Yeah. There's never even any sign that he... Because Groot? Because Groot, yeah. I am Groot. You are yeah. Groot. We all are Groot. Um, that's pretty much about it. I mean, there's... A lot of things that were incorrectly regarded as goofs, like yeah. uh, Quill's name being gotten wrong several times. Yeah. Um, there's a perfect vacuum in space. Um, no sound can be heard. But when That's Peter's all rescuing effects and stuff, I yeah, mean, when, yeah. But when Peter's rescuing Gamora, the sound of his boots is heard as well as other things. Whatever. Um, I gotta chalk that up to movie making. They can't give you complete silence. That would be weird. It would be. But yeah, the goofs that are listed. Let's see. When Quill follows Gamora and her would-be killers in the prison, Rocket wakes up with the fur on his right cheek matted from how he was sleeping. The next shot, Rocket's fur is perfectly groomed. Whatever. Don't care. That uh, kind of stuff doesn't bother me. Ronan's ship is twisted and untwisted in certain parts of the fa- the fight. Um. So yeah, there's really nothing all that. Oh, apparently Nova Prime's hairstyle changes between shots. I never noticed it. Even, even my rewatch, I was like, I never saw it. I don't notice it. Uh, uh, oh, after Ronan's ship crashes and Star-Lord gets the Infinity Stone, Gamora takes one of the, quote, spare orbs and slaps it down on the stone in Quill's hand. She does not open the orb. She just slaps it on top of the stone and the stone jumps inside the still closed orb. Magic. Yeah. Magic, man. Gosh. Stone. Nitpicky. So, yeah. That, so, the gifts are just kind of dumb. I think people were stretching yeah. when they were trying to. Um, yeah. So, my 29 pages of trivia. That you have culled. I have culled greatly. You know, we have... anything comic referenced, I've already discussed. I'm going to have to pee at some point, so we can't be here forever. (laughs) How much of the... Again, I have had a fair amount of wine. Where? Let me rescue you. Let me be a friend. Oh, that's so... uh, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. got the cap on. That was awesome. Not that I've done that before because i totally haven't that was beautiful oh look at that i left you a few sips you're so mean <laughs> I'm drinking it directly hey it's bottle. my first second pour <laughs> you're not you are yeah i am you can see how much wine we've had to drink just by the quality of our podcast we're professionals quality we- the quality increases let's face it <laughs> hey what's our time um we are uh, just over an hour is that all? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's not bad. Yeah. Well, we still have a butt ton of feedback. I know we do. Over. Okay. So, so, all right. Let me get to the trivia. Do the good stuff. Uh, when Dave... Because this has been curated for you by Janya. Yes. When Dave... Uh, I have cold dramatically. When Dave... But I, I don't... Thank you. I uh, found out he got the role of Drax the Destroyer. He broke down in tears. He is also a precious angel. He signed up for extra acting classes. He's adorable. I he, thought he, and he did a really... Like... Because I, I thought he was... Excellent. Because when I heard, you know, this guy had been He's cast, WWE, for the record. I was like, wah, wah. Not to be confused with the WWF. There was a lawsuit on that, but whatever. There was. 
Um, but I thought he did a beautiful job. I was I really proud was of him. Excellent. I thought he was a great. And I thought he did destroyer. good with the comedy of it. That's some because hard he was, lines. He's their straight man. Those are some hard lines to deliver. I want to see the outtakes from that. Oh God. But um, yeah, I was really proud of him for that. Um, Chris Pratt apparently stole his Star Lord suit from the set. I don't know why they're surprised when these guys take their costumes because uh, Ryan Reynolds took his Deadpool. But he stole it for the sole purpose of having it available so he could show up in costume to visit sick children in the hospital who might want to meet Star-Lord. And he's done that. And he has done that. That is one thing I have to say the Marvel guys are awesome about because um, Chris Hemsworth and Tom just did uh, Children's Hospital in Brisbane where they were filming Thor. Uh Um, Chris... And Chris and Chris have yeah. done have done stuff. Oh, they do it all the time. Um, because Pratt and uh, Pratt and Evans had a, a Super Bowl bet. Yes, and it was dependent on whose charity. Yep, they would get. I love it when they bet things like that. It's great. So, like they do that a lot, and I the, think that's amazing. The guys that work have they've they've gone from a nickel to a quarter to a uh, beverage, and not an adult beverage. Oh, but like a specifically like strange. You can only find it at this particular gas station beverage. Their bets are increasing. Oh, wow. I'm worried. It's all over TV shows and crap. It's great. Um, So according to James Gunn, Star-Lord's obscene gesture was an improvisation by Chris Pratt. Of course it was. Uh, Chris Pratt cites heroes Han Solo and Marty McFly (gasps) as influences on his performance. Chris Pratt is funny as shit. Like, there's this one outtake from Parks and Rec that it's him being ridiculous, and he's jumping over this counter, and he's trying to steal something, and he ends up, like, throwing something, and he breaks, like, he I saw that. shatters a I light saw switch. That. It was a light switch. And he's Props got- can't fix that. And he does a little song, and Chris, um, not Chris, that's Chris, um, Rob Lowe yes. loses it. And it is beautiful. And Chris, I saw it. I Chris saw it. Pratt is, he's great with the improv. So I, that does not he is, surprise me one little bit. He's a beautiful, bit. beautiful man. Yes. Jurassic World. Oh, except for just ignoring the fact to that, that he's po- covered in gasoline. That, I know. That podcast is also on our random movies Yeah, feed. that was our first um, random movies. Uh, let's see. Star Lord's line, if I had a black light, this place would look like a Jackson Pollock painting, was ad-libbed <gasps> by Chris Pratt. That was gross. I would like to discuss that uh, particular line that with Greg gross. later. Uh, Drax's comment about Groot's ability to release fireflies, when did you learn to do that, is an inside joke as Groot has never shown this ability in the comic books. <laughs> it was beautiful, though. It was beautiful. Oh, my gosh. I actually missed it in the rewatch. I got distracted. A tree and a raccoon gave me feelings. What the fuck? I know, right? A genderless tree. Yes. Yes. Because is, is Groot? We don't know. We don't I know. I can't remember if they were. I think they might have referred to him as is a him? him at some point. Hmm. Maybe. I'll have to... Hmm. Uh, Zoe Sandala wanted to portray Gamora through makeup rather than computer-generated imagery. And I'm glad. I'm glad they did that. Um, Dave. Bautista? 18 prosthetics. They are tattoos. Okay. That answers a... a, Like I said, I knew I was going to preempt some some questions. There's a little bit of They are, in fact, tattoos. Okay. Um, I have backup for that. We'll talk about it later. Uh, Cool. He stood the entire time. Oh, my gosh. Holding on to rails, which had tennis balls on them. No complaints whatsoever. This is how excited he was to have this role. He's a precious man. Uh, I mean, he's cemented a legacy in Marvel. I mean, this is that's the thing. Like, I love about these guys. They know what a huge deal it is to be in the MCU. Mm-hmm. 
And aside from Anthony Hopkins being a dick at the end of Thor The Dark World, mm. everybody's really grateful and excited yeah, that they've Anthony done Yeah, but Anthony Hopkins this. is like here. Yeah. Yeah. And that's ego. But he's still a great yeah. actor, so he kind of deserves some of I, this. Yeah, but like... Because mm, Anthony Hopkins? I know. They call him Tony, and it's weird. I know. It's weird. Uh, director James Gunn would keep a pile of little Play-Doh containers on set. I want to do this at my office now. If someone did an especially amazing job that day, whether it was an actor, a grip, a stuntman, or a PA, they'd get a canister of Play-Doh. I love him. Gunn says he gave out 40 containers of the entire shoot, an 85-day shoot, with a crew of 200. I love the smell of Play-Doh, he says. Opening a new container and smelling it puts me in a creative, childlike place. And who doesn't love playing with Play-Doh? I want some Play-Doh. I hate Play-Doh. I love Play-Doh. It It gets on everything. Well, yeah. It stains. Yeah. And then when it dries, it's cracked and nasty. I love it. You've met me, though, so. I know. I'm a neat freak. Yeah, you are. This is why you don't like glitter. I hate glitter. And I love glitter. Unless it's on a um, cap shield. (laughs) Just want to say... Um, Vin Diesel loved his character Groot so much He would go to promotions and premieres Wearing the stilts he wore for the movie And a shirt proclaiming I am Groot He is such a freaking nerd Like I love the fact that they're You know the conversation had to happen That was like um Vin Um you know you're just recording You don't have to wear the stilts Because recording And he's like nope He wanted to feel it I'm gonna feel tall And they're like okay I would like to point out that Vin Diesel also plays D&D. Yes, he does. He is, When he got to play The Last Winch Hunter, he's a he, hard was, cornered. he was so excited. Yeah. Because that's the genre he loves. It's not the genre he's known for. He's known for Fast and Furious. He's known and for all Triple And all 27 X. of them, yes. Actually, they're only on eight. Damn it, I know that. Oh my God, you're such a dork. You love car chases, though. <sighs> I do love it. Like, that's your sexuality. I've never actually seen any of them, yeah. I, it's it's a kink. Yeah. Uh, Rocket Raccoon was modeled on a raccoon named Oreo. Oreo. And James Gunn brought Oreo to the premiere. And I think it was the London premiere. It was the... But yeah, because Oreo lives in the UK. Yeah. It was great. Um, Oreo's so precious. as uh, wrap gifts, James Gunn gave uh, Dave a Drax lunchback, lunchbox to add to his collection of vintage lunchboxes. That's awesome. And Dave gave Chris Pratt and Zoe custom WWE championship belts. That's adorable. Is that not the best? Oh my gosh, that's great. I need to work with people like that. I know. Nobody gives me gifts at the end of a project. Um, Stanley's cameo was originally going to be a feature, uh, to feature him as one of the collector's box trophies. Oh. Which I think would have been precious, precious, precious. I think that would have been really cool. Because Stanley. Stanley. And um, instead he was a space horn dog. Uh, giving Groot the middle finger. <laughs> Disney exec- executives didn't like this. I bet Stan was all for that. So instead, Stan Lee is an alien Casanova. Well, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. I really don't think that um, that's any better. No. Because it's okay for a man to be a slut. Although Rocket made fun of him for it. I know, right? Uh, when we first see Barit aboard the Milano, she's yeah. wearing the t-shirt young Peter was yep. wearing when he's abducted from Terra. I did notice that. I did not notice that. I had to actually pay attention. I and I had to rewind that. it because I missed it. Yep. James Gunn compared the Avengers and Guardians to music bands. Oh my god. So, if the Avengers are the Beatles. Okay. The Guardians are... The Monkees? No. Oh, God. Rolling Stones? Rolling Stones. Okay. I knew you'd get there. Okay. Can I just say the hero shot of them is so funny because, you know, you know I love the hero shot. 
I must do love the hero for the shot. hero shot. Yeah. Oh, I do have a goof to mention. Okay, but that's the best part of Ultron. Um, anyway, it's the only part of Ultron. Well, okay, um, but when they're doing when they're doing the walk, and Cherry Bomb's playing, and then Rocket they... gets gets a wedgie. <laughs> beautiful oh, and, and gamora yawns and gamora yawns it's beautiful it's, it's perfect, like the anti-hero perfect, shot perfect, perfect. yes it's it's amazing it is they I did actually play cherry bomb on set to help them get into character that's awesome to help them get get in the get mind for, i'm doing wigglies to yeah because y'all can hear that it's real um okay so goof that i i don't know if i just missed it in my goof list but when um in the fight scene on xandar when okay. gamora first runs into quill Mm-hmm. And she jumps down off of one platform and lands on the next. Mm-hmm. When she lands, when you see her land. Superhero landing. Uh, no. She lands two feet. Really? Straight down. Cut to the next scene. She's crouched. Hero landing. Uh, with her feet completely so far apart from each other. Uh, like, her feet are, like, this close to each other. Yeah. And, and then, the next scene, they're, like, three feet apart. Wow. Hero landing. Yeah, hero landing. So, um, along with uh, Adam War- Warlock's cocoon. Okay. So, that makes me hope that we might see him. Maybe. He, and Adam Warlock is the Guardians of the Galaxy. They've member. been teasing Beta Ray Bill, too. Uh, let's see. Adam Warlock's cocoon. Howard the Duck in his holding cell. That was the <gasps> most wasted. God, I threw up a little. Credit scene. Howard this is not the credit. F- this is not credit scene, though. Fucking um, This is uh, co- in the collector's room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ant-Man's helmet. Really? I looked for it, and I still... I saw something that might be Ant-Man's helmet, I've but never I, seen that. I was like, eh, that would have to make. Well, that wouldn't make any sense, though. Because Hank gave um, Scott his old suit. Timelines. Unless it's Wasp's I helmet. I, it says here, it says Ant-Man, but Bec- I don't but, know. But in the flashback, if you go... Like, when they were flashing back to him and Wasp, um, before she went... Uh, yeah. Micro whatever. They had almost the same costume. Uh, yeah. And I can't remember the word they used. But yeah. Yeah. Micro. Micro. Quantum. Quantum. Quantum micro. Whatever. Um, so maybe it was Wasps instead of Ant-Man's. Uh, Olivia Wilde turned down the role of Gamora. She dumb. She dumb. Um, do you know who else turned down the role for Drax? Who? Jason Momoa. <gasps> that would have been interesting. Although without the facial hair. And the hair. Just hair. Yeah. But the scar. Just, let's just, for a moment. Let's just picture. Just for a moment, let's picture Jason Momoa. Ooh, God, I hope Aquaman is good. I don't even care if it's good, though. Let's face it. Let's face it. It'll be called Drogo in the ocean, and I won't really care. But the death water. Anyway, um, but you know who else auditioned? Who? Adrian Palicki. Of course she did. Of course she did. And this was pre, No. Well, that would have been pre-Bobby Morris, yeah, but, with the um, audition time frame. But Jason Momoa turned down the role because he didn't want himself to be pigeonholed as a brute. Okay. And then he... Having played several, because Conan and Cal Drogo, he true. had already... I forget yeah. about Conan. And it freed him up to direct Road to Paloma. Okay. So there's that. He's um, precious. He's a precious giant man uh the seven pointed flame emblem the ravengers have in their clothes is originally the emblem the original seven members of the 2008 guardians of the galaxy marvel comic which the movie takes its inspiration from very interesting there's a hidden mickey (gasps) 
Because Disney. Because Disney. At the very end of the film, as the ship is taking off, you can see three suns in the distance looking very much like the silhouette of Mickey's head. Because, you know, we we do hidden Mickeys at Disney World, and I'm just uh, saying you're going with me next year, so. Yeah. No. Surprise! Whether I want to or not at this point. Pretty uh, much! <laughs> London's Millennium Bridge can be seen during the Battle of Xandar. What? Is that the twisty bridge that gets destroyed in Harry Potter? Nah, I think no. that's the walkie bridge. No, the millennium. Which is the... I think it is. I got schooled in bridges while I was in London. I know so you were just there, I'm, damn it. You should know. I'm very confused just to which I think that's the, the walking bridge that they built that got, that got Death Eatered in Harry Potter. Little did we know that um, Big Ben is actually St. Stephen's. Okay, like I knew that, but like don't be a douche about it. That's why well, I, like, I people just correct know. Well, people correcting you like you've done something wrong, though I don't like oh, that. Oh no, it wasn't it wasn't like that at okay, all. Okay, it better it was not, not have like been, that. Because fighty. No, no, no. It was not like that at all. No, no, no. I just, I didn't know. I actually knew that. I was not aware. And yet I still call it Big Ben, like it's the well, thing. Okay, for the record, listeners, the bell is um Big Ben and the tower itself is State Stevens, even though in two thousand twelve it was renamed Elizabeth's Tower. And we've climbed it several times. Oh, it's yeah, it's the twisty one. It's yeah, that's what I thought. That is the Millennium. Okay, Woo-hoo, I was yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I was at this point. I was better safe than sorry. That's okay. Um, in the comics, Peter Quill has uh, is the significant other of X Men heroine <gasps> Kitty Pride. Okay, it's better than her ending up with Iceman. Son of rogue. <laughs> Not that I'm bitter about that at all. Uh, Barrett, the redskinned girl in Peter Quill's ship, is an homage to the Rampaging Hulk comic story. Okay. She, she was an alien helping the Hulk and Rick Jones stop an alien invasion. All right. Well, at least she was somebody. Not just a random. Not just okay. a rando. Okay. Can we talk about Barrett? Yeah. When I rewatched it this morning okay i watched this with much more of a feminist eye okay than i usually do much more of a fine-tooth comb right right um because of some feedback we got okay and i was appreciating the fact that nebula no romantic interest whatsoever hell fucking yeah um now gamora there was that brief moment but the second she said no, you know what? He stopped. He backed off. That is true. That is very and true. never pursued it again the rest of the movie. Yep. Barit. Yes. Is solely there for characters, for, for Peter Quill's characterization. Yes. That is a true statement. But that's literally all, that's, that was her purpose in the film. Yeah. To set, can we, set the stage for Peter. Can we say that's a bad thing because this woman's sole existence she's the sexy lamb not necessarily because it established his character and honestly if you look at it she was there to answer the phone because she did answer the phone would not have answered that phone and that's how we get yondu exactly because then yondu would not have been a part of it she furthered her entire purpose was to further the plot is that necessarily a bad thing, though, when you have other female characters in the movie, including Nova Prime? Yeah. Okay. I didn't, li- I didn't like more what it said about his character. There's that, but that's not the question I'm asking. I know. So. I, w- I was okay with Barit. Yeah. Like, I was that okay was with that. was literally her purpose, but then we never saw her again. Right. But we had female characters who It were... made me squicky how callous he was with her, though. 
Yeah. Oh, I he was you honest. Here. He was honest. God damn, Peter. But he was honest. He was. So. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, I was like two two sides of that. Um, the mid-credits scene where Groot dances to I Want You Back. <gasps> that is the best thing. And can... I'm 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 gonna be real with you here. I do I do the I do the the group dance when I'm by myself, and that is on. That's a happy dance. It is. That's a happy dance. But it was animated mm-hmm. using footage <gasps> of Vin Diesel, of James Gunn, of James Gunn. Oh my God! Dancing privately <laughs> to the song. Oh my God! That's amazing. That's amazing. I love that. It it, it kind of reminds me of when um, they had there's 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 behind the scenes footage of J J Abrams rap or doing beatboxing into the microphone as he's directing Star Trek. So oh have you God. seen that? No, I haven't. Yes, he would beatbox oh my God. between scenes. What a nerd! Into his director's microphone. What a nerd! We'll have to find that on YouTube. Um, this movie. Now we're going to get into some serious. Okay. Hmm. Because you always ask about Infinity Stones, and damn it. I know I, have, I do. I have Infinity Stones information. Yay! As of this movie. Okay. Marks the appearance of the fourth Infinity Stone, which is the Power Stone. Okay. Inside the orb that Quill stole. The others being the Tesseract, Space. Right. Seen in Captain America, the First Avenger. Right, right. The Avengers 2012. The second... The stone in Loki's staff, which is the mind staff, mind stone. Right, right. That's the one Vision has. Right. And the Avengers in the post credit scene in Captain America, the Winter Soldier. The third being the Aether, reality. Right, from Thor the Dark World. So confirmed what I said earlier. Thor the Crap Seen World. Thor the, the, the Dark Thor. Thor uh, the dark. Making power, reality, space, and mind the stones whose whereabouts are known. Right. While time and soul remain unknown. I think soul's going to be Doctor Strange. Uh, I'm thinking time. Oh, okay. I'm all right. We'll see who's right. Can we? Can we? Can we? Place are we going to wager? Can we place? Let's let's do a wager. All right. What are let's we betting? Wager. What are we betting? Oh, <laughs> she has got this look on her face, I y'all. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, something good. Bottle of wine. Okay, like a good. Like, one that doesn't <laughs> suck. Not this one. Not that bottle. Because we don't like carry bottles of wine to each other's houses anyway. No, of course not. But um, bottle of wine. Glug, glug, glug. Okay, bottle of bottle wine. Bottle of wine. Of choosing. Okay, and it'll be around Christmas, so I'm going to say Christmas at Biltmore, which we both Ooh, like. Which is a good choice anyway. So there you go. All right, I'll, yeah. All right. I could do that. All right, I'm calling, I'm uh, calling mind, and you're calling time. All right. All right, it is immortalized in podcast form. We will forget by the time uh, Doctor Strange <laughs> comes around, so our listeners may have to remind us. Yes, please, please um, remind us. Okay, speaking of Infinity Stones. Okay, okay. James, uh, here we go. Soul, right? Time, mind, space, power, and reality. Okay. Each one gives a special power to the protector. Soul gem. Allows the holder to manipulate, steal, control, and alter any living soul, living or dead. Any soul, living or dead. Wow, words. Mm-hmm. Souls may also be captured to an inner universe called Soul World. <laughs> Not to be confused with Soul Train. That just makes me think That of would s- be Snowpiercer. That makes me think of Soul Glow from uh, Coming to America. Just let your soul, soul train. Oh my gosh. Okay, okay sorry. Now, 
time, Jim. Time, yes. So you're calling space. Because, no, I'm calling, I'm calling soul. Soul, Jim, that's right. Because I think time is going to be Ragnarok. I think, no. Ragnarok's, you think it's the other way around? Ragnarok's going to be soul. All right. Because Frigga. Mama Frigga? Mama Frigga. Okay. Um, All right. We're time gonna, gi- I know. We'll see. Time we gym, shall see. Time Jim allows control over the past, present, and future. The time gym also allows the holder to travel in time, change the age of living beings in any direction, and trap enemies or even entire universes in eternal time loops. That sounds terrible. That sounds like Doctor Strange to me. Okay. At full potential, the time gym is capable of granting omniscience. Which, let's face it, that's what Loki wants. Yeah. That and Loki real, just wants real power. Four in a magazine. <laughs> Please, if you if you are into like spoiler shit, look up set photos from Brisbane from uh, Thor Ragnarok, yeah. and do yourself a favor and look at because you're because Queenie is going to explode. Oh my gosh, the outfit, the that black they have suit, put Loki, Loki in about uh, killed you. Even you were like, Damn, I was, son. I was. Because um, so, yeah. yes. you kept sending me pictures, I ended up dreaming about Chris Hemsworth. So you're welcome. He's right up there with Richard Sprate Jr. now. Oh, okay. Um, cuddle buddy. Cuddle buddy. Um, hey, I stole Chris's truck, so. Well, there you go. It was a Bronco, specifically. <laughs> it was red and white. He didn't oh know I had God. it. It was great. That's amazing. So, uh, the Mind Gym okay. allows universal telepathy. So, this is what Vision has. Right. This is and what I is in Vision's forehead. Every time I say Vision, I have to touch my forehead. Yes. Because they can see that. Um... The mind gem allows the holder to read and control the mind of everyone, of anyone or everyone. Now, that's also what gave Scarlet Witch her powers, too. According to the MCU. That is true. According to the MCU. Even though they kind of didn't explain that to the level that I think they should have Although she was it. actually born a mutant. Anyway. Yeah. The mind gem also allows the holder to project thought to any living being of the universe. Damn, son. So that's the Yellowstone. So Vision has the potential to be super, super, super powerful. Potential. Uh, the space gym right, grant, grants the holder the ability to z- exist in any location or all locations <gasps> at one time. The holder of the space gym also has the ability to move any object anywhere throughout reality, rearrange space, and teleport to any place in the universe. At full potential, the space gym is capable of granting omniscience. And can we just talk about the fact that Thanos had the mind gem? He had one of the infinity stones, and he put it in Loki's scepter. For Loki to go conquer Earth. Loser. Yeah. Uh, and now he no longer has that. Yeah. Power Gym. Yeah. Which is the one that... That's um, in Guardians, the yeah. orb. Allows total access to all of the power and energy in existence. This includes all power that ever... That has ever or will exist. The Power Gem has the ability to boost the effects of other gems. Is capable of duplicating almost any physical superhuman ability. I've read this already. At full potential, the Power Gem is capable of granting a nip. Omnipotence. Reality Gem allows the fulfillment of any wish and uh, contradicts any universal laws. The ability to destroy reality with the generation of a paradox, which makes no sense to me about the Aether. Yeah, the Aether kind of sucks. The Dark Thor made no sense. But I think it's interesting because I don't think they gave me, as a viewer, a good enough explanation for why Ronan was able to wield the orb as long as he was able to. And to your point, you were like, well, it was in the hammer most of the time, and he wasn't touching it, but still. 
Yeah. That didn't... Re- I, I mean, have like, to argue, though. Well, I know you do. Because that's who you are. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, when the collector shows recording of the previous owners of the Infinity Gems, the being who uses the power gem to destroy a planet is Esson the Searcher. A celestial... Uh, oh, yeah, you know, a celestial that appeared in the comic book Eternals number nine in 1977. Okay, that's a thing um, that happened. Okay, so the orb stolen by Quill contains one of the Infinity Gems, more accurately, the Power Gem. In right. the 90s comics, Drax was a member of the Infinity Watch, together with Adam Warlock, Gamora, Moon Dragon, and Pip the Troll. Each member of the Watch Pip protected the tro- one of the gems. Pip the Troll. I wonder if that right? has any relation to the troll that. What was that? He, uh... Never-ending story? Oh, the, wait. Yeah. The troll that... Oh, the, the troll, troll that he hides! Oh, yeah. I never thought of that. Which, I'm, I'm gonna admit, I played with trolls in the yeah, 90s. I, I attempted to collect them because you were supposed to, but I yeah. really didn't care that much. I, I, I was all about the troll dolls. Um, But uh, each member of the Watch protected one of the gems. Adam Warlock had the Soul Gem. Oh. Gamora had the Time Gem. Moon Dragon, who was Drax's daughter... Had the mind gem. Pip the troll had the space gem. Okay. Drax the destroyer had the power gem. Mm. And Thanos the reality gem. So Thanos had. Thanos sucks. Yeah, he does. Uh, But he was a secret guardian until the Infinity Crusade, but whatever. Okay. So that's all the trivia that I find found interesting. Okay. So um, the only thing we have left is feedback. Feedback. Hell yeah. So we're going to do Greg's first. Because Greg asked a jillion questions. Oh my God. Um,. And he did warn us, though. Yeah, he did. He did warn us, so. Um, questions of plenty. Which, by the way, this is the first one that I know Greg is listening to. So, Greg, thank you for your donation. We appreciate no, that. We thanked, him, we thanked him on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but uh, we don't know yeah, that he's we didn't listening know if he was to listen- that. He said he was. Okay, I think but... he said I, he was. You know, If I he's know. not, he needs to. That's true. Uh, but yes, we do thank you for your donation. It was wonderful. Uh, questions of plenty as it regards to the Guardians. Uh, we'll try not to be too obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> you failed. Shania! <laughs> it's the way it reads. It's because she goes in there and looks into these things. Because she made a dork. me work. No, it's no, it's fine. I'm just No, teasing. you are. You're a dork. Um, I, I am a dork. <laughs> uh, how awesome is this unexpected movie? Really? Yeah. Uh, Pleasantly he, surprised. His rankings go as follows. Okay. Winter Soldier. Of course. Avengers. Of course. Civil War. Iron Man. Guardians. Okay. I gotta respect that. It's a good list. Yeah. It's a good list. Doesn't include enough Loki, but whatever. That's um, fine. Okay, so the first question. Was Chris Pratt made in the same factory that made Ryan Reynolds? Very possible. Possible, yeah. Yeah. Very Although possible. he was probably grown with the other Marvel people and technically... Chris Pratt? Yeah. Yeah, he was grown in Ryan that Ryan Reynolds field. is not with the same studio, so... Yeah, true, true, true. Um, the sa- they play the same guys in pretty much everything they're in, and it always works for both of them, in Greg's opinion. That's true. So, um, uh, Greg asks, is Quill the best part of the movie, or is it Rocket? Uh, I think it's probably Groot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Good answer. To be contrary, Good but answer. I love Groot. Good answer. He says, because seriously, uh, he doesn't know. I do know they were both hilarious. Yeah. Um, his next question is, but how is Quill's Walkman headphones and cassette tape still functioning after 20 plus years? Space magic? Um, I'm going to go Pelvic with script. sorcery? I'm going to go with script. Okay. I'm going to go with script. I mean, how how did he get a spaceship? There's no answer to that. How did he get a tape deck into the spaceship? <laughs> I mean, like, really? Well, 
to answer that question, I have to ask this next question. And okay. So then I have a really long explanation. Oh, my God. Of course you do. How would he know who uh, who Jackson Pollock is? Better ah. yet, how did Rocket get that reference? Okay. All right, Greg. <laughs> if I am not mistaken. Oh, my God. You are not familiar with the comics. I don't think so. If I recall correctly. If I remember correctly. He has, he has admitted that he's not. Canon. Uh, Well-versed. Because he made fun of the fact so, that we said canon 157 yes, times. But it's what it's called. Well, there we go. So here's the thing. Um, in canon. Well, first of all, the line was um, improved. Yes. And it was so great they left it in. Right. So there's why it's there. And there's some backpedaling as far as like who gets what because they liked it. So that's why it's there. Yeah. So um, in the comics... Peter Quill actually grows up on Earth and into an adult. And in the comics, uh, Earth or Terra, as yeah. they refer to it. Terra. Um, there's the whole cosmic world, which is what they call, because there's Earth, which is Terra. Anything else is cosmic. Okay. As far as the canon's concerned, it's referred to as the cosmic world. It's all very back and forth. Okay. The the whole, that there are aliens and shit, that's a thing. Okay. I mean, Earth knows that there are other planets. So... In the canon, it's not just, oh my god, there's a giant wormhole in New York and the Chitauri, and oh my god, we had no idea of aliens. Yeah. It's yeah. it's a lot more... It's a lot more cohesive. Well, because you've got to think there's Silver Surfer shenanigans that have happened, there's Galactica stuff, like... Although technically that happens after Guard, but yeah. But whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a thing. It all goes yeah. back... So, I would, bel- I would go so far as to say that the culture of Earth is known. Has permeated. It is known. It is known. Ooh. Um, it is known. Nice. Thank you. Um, also, Jackson Pollock died in 1956. Seriously? Yeah. I guess uh, I attributed him to later. Because the drip art that he is famous, uh, famous for, for uh, was a big fad in the 80s. That's why. As a child of the who grew up in the 70s and 80s, I remember vividly... Jackson Pollock. Jackson Pollock in the drip art. And, and see, that's the thing. How, it, was, it, was, it was ingrained in your pop culture memory. And seeing as how Peter Quill was adopted in 1988. Yep. Which was the you 80s. Think he, I think he would have known who That Jackson makes a good Pollock case. Was, even as young as he was. Because it was because very it prevalent. Was in the, is in, it was a fad. Okay. And his, I buy that. And his mom was into the whole thing. Um, so. There you go. There's, there's my answer for that. Uh, he says, loves the voice Bradley Cooper did for Rocket. Hell fucking yeah. And maybe it was the most authentic uh, laugh of Rocket's life. <laughs> LOL. It's real. It's real. <laughs> Which song from the soundtrack got stuck in your head for the next week after watching this? Uh, hooked on a feeling. It killed me. It was probably Come and Get Your Love. Is that from the, the opening one? Mm. Or, or. It was hooked on a feeling. Or I want you back. Mm. Because the Groot dance. Because Groot. No, hooked on a feeling. And that was the one thing I was spoiled on in yeah. this whole movie yeah. is. Because I saw a gif of yeah. dancing baby Groot on yeah. my dash on Tumblr. And I was like, oh, and I, like, I thought it was an origin story. Mm. I didn't realize it was at the end. So it didn't really spoil me that much. Uh, Greg's next question is, how whack was Ronan the Accuser? Uh, my answer to that is way whack. <laughs> he was, in fact, very whack. 
Yeah. Uh, anybody else agree he's the worst of the MCU villains? Corny as shit, Greg says. Okay, so let's think of the MCU villains. Uh, Loki, clearly. The best. Yeah, Ronan's much worse than Loki, yeah. Um, The Dark World elf. Oh, Malekith. Like, I... I don't know. Malekith and Ronan, that's a tough Malekith call. Malekith was really... Like, I love Chris Eccleson. Oh, I know. I was because, so excited. Because he's ninth doctor. Ninth doctor, yeah. But... So bad. I think Malekith was worse. Malekith was much... The whole movie, though. Yeah. That kind of soured yeah. you on it, so... Yeah. Yeah. Because Obadiah was good, and... Although Iron Man 2... Hammer. No. <gasps> oh, Whiplash. Guy, the arm dude. Whiplash. That was pretty bad. Whiplash was pretty bad. Although, admittedly, the Crossbones throwaway character killed me. Yeah. But that's not the character's fault. But, yeah, Ronan is pretty whack. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd have to agree Malekith was a worse Yeah, I think Malekith is worse. Ronan. And we can all agree that Loki is the best. Yes. Because uh, reasons. Let's see. He also says uh, Thanos basically said he was whack in their meeting. That's true. <laughs> uh, Boy? Uh, he asks, uh, are those supposed to be tattoos on Drax's skin or just his skin? The answer Correct. to that uh, are tattoos. Um, if you look on one of his shoulders, there is a red skull. And you can see it it's at the very, very end. You can see it very clearly when he sits yes. next to Rocket, when yes. Rocket's upset about Groot. Well, you can see it earlier in the film, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But that's when I noticed it. Because you were fact, like, look, it's skull. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it is tattoo. Um, he asks, where is Drax from? We've covered that. Drax was initially born on Earth. He was brought back by Kronos after he was killed by Thanos. But MCU, again, MCU could step in and give us any explanation and completely negate all that. Absolutely. So. But, so, MCU, we don't know. Yeah. It's the best answer I have. Rocket was, in fact, an experiment, and Groot is from Groot Planet. Groot Planet. I, um, love, I love this MCU Groot. He's so great, and I love him and want to hug him. Uh, he asks, why are there so many Earthlings on Xandar? Okay, honey. Well, and not at, to, to, well, my thing is, okay, Peter looks like he's a human. He's, he's only, only half, half human. human. So not everybody. Not, I know, right? Not everybody that looks like a quote unquote human is, is necessarily human. a human. It's uh humanoid. Humanoid. Yeah. Humanoid, yes. Because, okay, looking in the background, they're pink, they're blue, they're yellow, they're all kinds of different species, in my opinion. Um, it says, why is an earthling the leader of the Xandarian military? I don't think I don't she think was supposed to be. I think she was Xandarian. Yeah. Um, has Earth been abandoned? No. No, and that's the thing to remember. This is part of the MCU. So this is the same Earth that is dealing with Captain America and, uh, and Iron Man being, being whiny piss babies with each other. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, this is the same Earth that's I don't, yeah, with Earth the Avengers. Yeah, Earth has not been abandoned at this point. So your timeline is supposed, supposedly synced up here. Yes. Yes. And, and I thought, I found that was interesting because they specifically told us he was kidnapped in 1988. Yes, very specifically. To specifically tell us that, no, this isn't, they can't pull the rug out from under you and go, ha ha, this is 200 years in the future. Mm. So I thought that was good. Yes. I think that was a good detail. Marvel tends to be pretty good about the timeline details. Because, you, you know, like, based on all our, you know, knowledge of Game of Thrones weird theories, somebody <laughs> could pull something. If they wouldn't have put that one year in, somebody would have been like, no, there's textual evidence for them to be, yeah. like, in the future. And The timeline you know. in Game of Thrones is fucked up anyway. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this next question, it's going to take a minute for me to read it all because okay. there's follow-up commentary. So try and follow me here for a minute. Why did you just step on my cat? 
<laughs> she yelled like you stepped on her. Okay. All right. What's the Tom? All right. I went to get her. Okay. Um, pets. He asks, why are there so many different aliens in this movie? Because diversity, man. Because space. Because space. He says, and this is an interesting point. He says, I'm not sure if they should be congratulated on the fake diversity or reprimanded for the lack of actual diversity. That is a wait, true. Wait. I think that's true. Wait, wait, wait. They only had like three to five actors of color, less than 10 females in this entire movie, and it was a lot of fucking characters. There were three different blue aliens, Ronan, mm-hmm. Nebula, and Yondu, that three don't seem races. to be the same kind of blue alien. True facts. An ugly purple alien, Thanos. Mm-hmm. A few sexy light purple aliens... Barit, the collector's slaves, and uh, Riley's wife. Right, right. A sexy green alien, which has Star Trek written all over it. Yeah, it Chris really Pine does. is the leader of their special ship in one movie. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh my god, if Star Trek existed in the same universe as Marvel, I would be so happy and confused. And they would totally be confused. playing um, Sabotage, but yeah. whatever. Sabotage. That's in any series. Yeah. Uh, Chris Pratt is the leader of their special ship in this movie. Isn't that a rather large Zoe Sandella coincidence? <laughs> anyway, he goes on to say all the prison aliens, Ravenger aliens, Planet Nowhere aliens, a raccoon alien, and a damn tree alien. Speaking... Okay, so he's, his question at the base of it is, should they be congratulated for the fake diversity or reprimanded for the lack of actual diversity? Now, with that being said... Actual cast, main cast characters, named characters, characters we see, yes, there is a very distinct lack of diversity amongst yeah. those characters. Yeah. It is predominantly white men. Yeah. However, um, on my rewatch this morning, I paid special attention, after reading this, mm-hmm. his question, I paid special attention to extras. Yeah. I saw pink, I saw yellow, I saw blue. So, yes, a lot of aliens. Yeah. I also saw um, Middle Eastern. Mm-hmm. I saw a lot of African American. Yeah. Um, I did not see, I don't remember seeing any Asian Asians. Folk. Yeah. Um, so, I believe the extras were far more diverse. than the, Yeah. So, I think he does have a point. I do believe the fake diversity. Yeah. And I, and I have read people that have had issues with, we finally get a woman of color in a leading role in and Marvel. And she's green. And she's fucking green. Which, yeah, Gamora is canonically green, but it wouldn't have been such a big deal if we would have had other women of color in the Marvel so the, universe, and the, we have not. But the pursuer dude, who was Cree, yeah, Cree or blue? Now he's, he's he was black not man. he was not blue. Yeah, no, he was not. Greg, but I will say, Greg, thank you for looking for the diversity. That uh is so cool. I was just about, I was just about to say that. That's awesome. Because Greg asked us a question in Civil War about why do we get squicky with the whole female romance business, Mm -hmm. and I read something on Tumblr that was really succinct and really was like, oh my gosh, if you don't think um, representation matters, it's because you're represented. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit, because that goes into. So the female, uh, the women of color and romance, I was like, oh my God, I don't like it because I am represented. Yeah. I don't think it matters. We got schooled. We did. We and so I think, Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. I think that's really interesting. And I think that's and something I'm glad I, we got schooled. I try to keep in mind it, it, is if I ever like, oh no, it was, it's okay. Oh, to, okay. I'm a white woman. To put it in a, in a perspective, um, outside of race, because that's such a touchy subject in, uh, in friends, mm-hmm. there was an episode where, um, there was money 
Yes, and somebody, I love that episode. And and uh, so I can't remember who who said it, but somebody said. Uh, I never, I just never thought of money as an issue. And they're like, cause you have it. And Rachel comes back and says, that's because you have it. Yep. And that's the same thing. Yeah. So, so I think that's interesting. I think that is awesome. Mike, uh, oh no, this is Greg. Uh, Greg and that's great. Um, <laughs> how much wow. wine have you had? Less than you. Uh huh. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, damn true. Okay, speaking of which, isn't Groot just an algamation of every Vin Diesel action character ever? <laughs> yes. And yes, it's okay. It is. Can't you hear Dominic Torinto saying, we are Groot? Yes. <laughs> yes, I can. And I'm okay with that. Oh, my um, gosh. Does it make the two of you feel better that Glenn Close was the Nova Prime? Yes. Yes, yes. it does. Yes, it does. I'm so glad you're thinking about gender and stuff, Greg. That's awesome. Or that Gam- makes me happy. Or Gamora did not succumb to Quill's pelvis sorcery. Yes. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. And we discussed that previously. But yes, he did. But he's noticing. He is. Keep it coming. Great. Man, Tumblr taught me a lot of stuff, too. I know. I learned so much from Tumblr. Yeah. Like, people can make fun of Tumblr all they want about how everybody gets all so, so, social justice crazy, but it has taught me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, or that Nebula wasn't humping Ronin. Yes. True that. True that. Um, did Nebula peace out on everybody during the final battle? Yes. Yes, yes she I did. I love it. She's like, fuck you all. Because, let's face it, Nebula, she had a field, and it never had any fucks. But then she salted it, and then she burned it, and then she vaporized it. So, yeah, Nebula has no fucks to give anymore. She's just going to run around fucking shit up. Okay, so this is a good question. Okay. Why is she not on Gamora's side? Sounds like they share the same experience, but she's too jealous of Gamora for being Thanos' favorite kidnap victim. That could very well be. I th- There could be some weird pseudo-family dynamics yeah, with see, all that. Yeah, see, that's what I'm thinking. That, there that, can be some fucked up that, sister shit. That these siblings, because we know they're not the only, because of all my siblings, I hate you the least. Mm-hmm. There's got to be some serious competition going on. Who loves, who does daddy love the most? Who is daddy leaving? Well, and there's always the Gamora doesn't seem to really care. Gamora's on the side of the angels anyway. And so that probably pisses Nebula off that he, she ends up being the favorite and she doesn't really want to be. Yeah. So yeah, the, man, sibling stuff can be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Glad only, I don't have only any. Only child you. I've seen enough shit. <laughs> I'm glad I'm an only child. I love my brother. I really do. He's you guys great. are kind of dramaless. We are very Between drama-less. the two of you. We are very, yeah. very dramaless. We're, we're... My mom we has drama, lots of sisters. We drama together. You do. We stand As on one... We, we stand on the side and go, <laughs> look at that. <laughs> we're going to stay over here. Um. Anyway. Uh, okay. So uh, his next question. Oh, my God. Is Korth an alien, a robot, or an alien robot? Both. I have an answer. He is an alien cyborg. Yeah. There you go. Who wouldn't want to be an alien cyborg? I know, right? Uh, how the hell does Yondu's arrow dagger thingy know what direction to go in just from whistling? I think we've already answered that. Because, because he's, of, his he's, language is... His empath and he's part mystic and all that stuff. I love that thing. It's um, awesome. Shouldn't he be in charge of more than a group of dirty ugly space pirates with that skill slash party trick maybe that's all uh, maybe his but maybe this is all he wants yeah because damn that's not a bad some life. people like being a big fish in a little pond hey he's the leader i'm okay with that he gets shiny things to put on his console 
I know. I love that. I couldn't find any canonical reference to that. I but loved I it, though. It I thought it was a great uh, detail. <sighs> um, he says, could you two live without the Howard the Duck stinger? Yes. yes. I thought that was such a waste. I remember sitting there going, are you serious? We could have gotten a real end credit scene. And we I got that shit. shit that was. I was so um, mad about that. Isn't Benicio creepy with or without the makeup? Yes. Yeah, he kind of is. His next question is, am I done yet? The answer is yes, because there are no more questions after that one. That was a lot. Um, and he says thanks. Thank you, Greg. So, so that was yeah. Oh, whew. that was a question you or need two. Some Powerade or something? I might do. <laughs> uh, so this is from Franzi. Franzi, our Hi, favorite Franzi, kind of Canadian. <laughs> pseudo canadian who sends a host who sent us otter videos and is oh awesome. yes okay she says hey there hey sorry for the lack of uh agents of shield feedback couldn't keep up with your fast recording schedule hell That's- we barely kept up with our yeah, fast and we had to be schedule. there to record <laughs> um but let's dive into another mcu movie guardians of the who the fuck are you guys basically yes i've never heard of them prior to this movie though i've never read marvel comics until Janya recommended marvel unlimited Glad you're enjoying it. Ah, um, but she moved abroad, canceled the subscription to save some money. Right. I, I totally understand The that. only time I up my subscription is when I have to research for a movie. Yeah. Which this past month, I found a code, buy one, get one free month. So yeah. I might Keep be an ch- eye out. They're, they usually yeah, do watch promo it. codes. Especially right around movie release times. Yes. Yes. Because so there was one right around Civil War. Uh, yeah. And like for one of them, I got a month free. Yeah. So yeah, just look out for them. You'll find them. Anyways, I don't want to bore you with my rambling. It's quite astonishing that Marvel can make a better movie out of unknown characters than DC can make out of their well-known and beloved characters. Yes, I'm talking about you, Suicide Squad. Yeah. We can't even podcast that. No. No, because you don't want to hear me scream about Joker for over an hour. But he was in it for seven minutes. He was so terrible, though. Terrible. Terrible. Why he was even in it for seven minutes, I don't even know. <sighs> But I guess you can't have Harley without Joker. I mean, really. Bullshit. Well, you could. You could have done Pamela Isley and Harley. I know. I know. Just saying. I know. You have a special place in your heart. I, I do. I do. I know. Um, Franzi says, I adore Chris Pratt since Parks and Rec, though I have to admit that upon first watch, I didn't enjoy Guardians as much as I wanted to. Maybe because I watched it together with my dad, so I had to watch the dub version. A lot of the humor gets lost in translation. And this is a conversation Franzia and I have on several occasions. Okay. Translation between uh, German and English. Yeah. And that's like all you English English is a second language slash one of your many languages. Good Lord, you people impress me. She's been translating Pokemon for me. Holy crap. That's awesome. I need to send her some more soon. That's awesome. Change their names so that I can read them in German. (laughs) <laughs> anyway um i love Phronsie so much uh she says even after rewatching it a few times in english it's only somewhere in the middle of my ranking probably after winter soldier civil war avengers and iron man which is exactly where chris put them yep number five is not a bad place no. chris greg they're all named you're chris. mixing our people they're up. all named chris <laughs> everybody is chris true story when 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 i was growing up and i was in my boy crazy phase right right um my mom decided that she was going to call all of my boyfriends george <laughs> oh my god i could see your mom doing true that. story true story um and i don't blame her one bit um one aspect i like about guardians is that it has a different tone from the other marvel movies 
Chris Pratt's comedic timing is one of the strengths of this movie, and I could watch him dancing around for hours. Pelvic sorcery. Yeah. Pelvic there you sorcery. go. Uh, through the opening scene or Star-Lord deciding to start a dance-off to distract Ronan makes me wonder how the gang from Guardians and the other MCU characters will interact with each other. I can see similarities with Ant-Man, but imagine how Natasha would react if someone would start a dance-off right in front of her. Um, seeing as how Natasha is actually uh, trained as a ballerina... Yeah, but she doesn't generally I take shit like ass. that. Well, she'd be really I good at it. I think she'd react like Ronan. What the <laughs> hell are you doing? I'm that distracting would distract you, you turd blossom. Yes. Um, I would I would love that, actually. And Hawkeye would be down. Hawkeye would need to stretch first. That's true. <laughs> that is a true have statement. Have I been watching Civil War, Civil War this week? Yes. Yes, yes, yes you have. <laughs> I had it the day the Digital Wars released. I know so. you did. I have a reputation to maintain. It's also nice to see the MCU expand some more and to see more aliens and humanoid beings. As someone who watches way too much TV shows, you're in good company. It's always fun to see familiar faces like Lee Pace, Karen Gillian, and Michael Rooker in a big blockbuster. Woot woot. I remember that I started to worry about Thanos after seeing Guardians, Guardians and not the he'll give our heroes some shit and will be hard to defeat kind of worried. They make him look like he is the worst of all the bad guys we've ever had so far, and I just think it will be hard for this character to not disappoint. That's a lot true. Of build up. That's a lot true. Of build up. There's been a lot of hype because he's been around since. When did we first get him in a stinger? Was it? Oh, shit. Was I it can Avengers? see it in my head. But yeah, I, don't I can know see what... him because yeah. I'm the dumbass in the theater that went Hellboy. And then my brain kicked in, and I was like, "That is a different. Yeah. That's a different yeah. comic company." And no, it's totally. not Hellboy. Totally. But I got really excited because I yeah. love Hellboy. Isn't Hellboy uh, DC? We need to do Hellboy for Halloween too because you have never seen it. <sighs> if I've got to read it, and by "got to" means I cannot stop the compulsion. You're so weird. I can't, I can't not. I know, but we have like two months until Halloween. So okay, but we've got. A lot lighter recording schedule okay, this well, year. We're gonna we do will Hellboy do Hellboy at some point. We will do Hellboy. Okay. Write maybe it down. not for Halloween, but Hellboy. Write it down. Because I'm looking for a pen right now and I don't have one. Damn it. Anyway, uh, she says, uh, but I'd be more than happy if he'd surprise me. Though with Marvel's history of bad guys, except Loki, I don't expect too much. Guardians might not be my favorite Marvel movie, but Baby Groot dancing in the flower pot might be my favorite scene of all the MCU movies. And she apologizes for typos, even though I didn't see any. Okay. Um, oh, and don't forget of our HP uh, Harry Potter housing sorting. Oh, yeah. We still need to shore up who we're. Decide who we're going to. Yeah. We'll do that after this. Because <laughs> reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we can do it in the car. Okay. I'm going to do this one. And then we'll end with Michael. Cool. So Chris wrote in. Yay. Did, did you read Chris's email? I did. Because there's a bit of personal information that I'm not going to read on the air. Like, okay, Chris, and I'm going to tell you why I sounded, because I realized it sounded really creepy when I was re-listening <laughs> to that. And I was like, oh my God, I sound like a stalker. Um, I'm the biggest Disney World nerd. Yes. And we're actually going to go next year. And we're not staying where you work because money. Um, but we're staying at one of the moderates and I'm super excited because Johnny has never been before and I don't think she realizes what she's gotten into because no clue. I'm that nerd that plans no like, like all the Which stuff. Which is fine with me. Right, right. 
Right. Which is fine with me because I just spent three weeks in, in Europe having exactly. to do all of that. And I'll right. be fine with just going, okay, where are we going? So, yeah, that's why I asked. Because I realized I was listening to it in the car um, a couple weeks ago. And I was like, God, I sound creepy. Like, where do you work, Chris? <laughs> but I'm not going to say over the Even yes, though she put her an email, totally I'm not cool. going to tell everybody the answer to that. That's a little so, swank for us. But, um, um, but I do know that. And it's a lovely, lovely resort. But she does say Team Mystic. That is call awesome. call motherfuckers call call motherfuckers. Um, she did do give us two Halloween suggestions, one of which is Crimson Peak, and the <laughs> other of which is Hocus Pocus. We were gonna podcast that like when it came out, and then we and then ended we up. Saw it. Yeah, yeah. I I re- like okay. Mia's not my favorite, and I don't know why, and I just can't connect with her. But her character was so cool, and then they got married, and um. And then it wasn't. But also, yes, the Hiddles bum was was his English countryside was very nice. I will <laughs> I will agree with you on that front. But like, um, and Johnny just saw it because because of you me. made me. You I was made like, me. Well, and your daughter got us into it for free because she knew that I am True. the way I am. True. So yeah. Uh, okay. Um, few choice reactions from her rewatch. Best superhero soundtrack. Yeah, that's in all caps. Also in all caps is what idiot leaves a kid alone right after he watches his mom die. True. Um, was Yondu creeping, waiting for Quill's mom to die so he could kidnap him? Okay. Yes. Yondu was actually sent by Peter's father to kidnap him. I'm See, this is why I'm glad we get feedback. It's, we didn't talk about that at all. It's in the story. Like, it's in what the, the fuck, Yondu? You just decide to keep this kid? Apparently, the, that apparently your crew wants to eat. Well, apparently the pay was not enough for him to take him because Yondu's all about the money. But he went all the way to Earth to get him. But he went all the way to Earth to get him. Yep. And the then ga- he's like, oh, gas yeah. money. Gas, gas money. Was the kid that adorable? I guess. Yondu has a soft heart. Yeah. He's really a nice guy. For children. Yeah. Wow. That's almost as creepy as Tony Stark and Spider-Man talk about creepy anyway uh so the answer is yes he actually was uh pelvic sorcery in all caps oh, of course. um she asks do you think quill learned that magic from loki yes um does yondu's metal mohawk glow yes it does it does yeah it's in it's it's i think it's to show the mystic slash to show that ability. his power like the arrow is active or whatever Yeah, that that's something special yeah. to him as a creature yeah um, centaur- he's Centaurian, by the Ba-bo-ble-dobble. way. Ba-bo-ble-dobble. Yes. So the answer is yes. Yes. Uh, Ronan is definitely a Thor fanboy with that hammer. <laughs> he just wishes it was Mia Mia. Uh, nice war eyeliner, bro. Seriously. Why does Earth have so many names? Earth, Terra, Medgard. Yeah. Uh, p- cuddle party in the kiln. I swear she, she types like I think. <laughs> Uh, why does earth have so many names cuddle party in the clit are we ever actually told what drax is in the kiln for that's no, great we 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 uh he's yes. the destroyer the cuddle party is hilarious it is because quill looks so uncomfortable and i'm sitting over here stop touching me stop touching me stop. i know, I, know. I, that was a nightmare for me i was like oh my stop god i would die i'd be asleep um on the <sighs> picnic tables by the mess the london underground was a nightmare when the when the, it was the busy, tube was busy. Yeah. I'm like, you're touching me. Yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of touching. Uh, are we ever actually told what Drax is? No, we're not no, told we are what not. Drax is. Um, Rocket Raccoon is not allowed anywhere near Bucky ever. That is Amen. true. Amen. Yes. Uh, and I find it funny how the rodent who stole a man's leg for shits and giggles is offended by his clothes being rumpled. <laughs> 
Oh, Rocket. Uh, her collector's collect collector's collection. I like the way you think. Collector's collection. I spy Chitari, Dark Elf, and Cosmo. Yes, there was a Dark Elf yes. there. And apparently, so was Ant Man's helmet, but I still didn't see it. I have yet to see that either. Um, I ended up I, I ended up noticed Yondu a lot more on this rewatch. We all do. We all notice Yondu. <laughs> Michael Rooker, man. He, he is something else. He's great at what he does. The thing is, he's really like that. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's really crazy. Yeah. He's, yeah. I've seen him on Talking Dead. He's really crazy. <laughs> but I love him so much. Yeah, he's great at what he does. He's precious. Um, Like I said earlier, was he just watching his Peter mom die for a chance to, I don't know if he was watching for Peter's mom to die, but yes, he was in fact there to, um, to kidnap, kidnap Peter. Uh, she yeah. asks again about his mohawk glow. Or am I just losing it? my mind no it, yes it, it was does glowing. yeah you're fine you're fine it's fine it's fine have some pizza yeah but you know threatening to let your men eat your cargo doesn't really sound like good business practice That's it really doesn't point. also for such an actual badass yondu is a gigantic nerd with his dashboard buddies i bet he collects some sums <gasps> which there is by the way have you seen the tiny tiny bucky some sums yes uh our friend curry do you know who Curry yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She names and real names and other I know, names right? And, yeah. But uh, she found um, found some. I think at like Target and made earrings. Oh my for, like God. this big. I have. Oh, I have the Marvel some some app. There's a Marvel some some app. I have. I is have there Peggy? a Bucky? I don't. I don't have him yet. But is yet. there a I Bucky? I think there is. Yeah. Okay. I have Peggy okay. and I have Drax now. I actually <gasps> have Drax. I gotta download that after the podcast. Yeah, anyway, it's beautiful. Um, she says something that really stuck out to me was the parallel between. <laughs> oh my god! I love you, Chris. Thanos slash Gamora slash Amy Pond. I think she means Nebula. Yes, she does. But still, but the fact that she called her Amy Pond, and I, like I know who that's Amy beautiful. Pond is. Yes, you do. And Odin slash Loki slash Thor. The parallel. Okay. Okay. Daddy playing favorites. Oh, man. Dysfunctional family. One or more child turning on the rest of the family. The biggest difference is Thanos is actually upfront about playing favorites and Gamora turns to join the light side. This really hurts if you buy into the theory that Thanos may have at least partially tortured Loki into submission before the Avengers. I believe that. I... Yes, um, yes. I absolutely believe that. I think that. it's canon. I think he was I think he was under the influence of the Mind Stone. Yes. Even though he was wielding it and he was I think brainwashing. We we discussed earlier about Thanos giving Loki the Mind Stone, but I yep. think Thanos was using it against Loki to I begin with. Absolutely. So think he that. thought he could control him. Because but I read a, Loki lost it. I read a really cool post <laughs> on Did Tumblr it? that it was basically like it makes absolutely no sense for Loki to Mm-mm. Do what he did Mm-mm. in the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes no fucking mm-hmm. sense. It's not what he wanted. That's what I sound like with a mouthful of wine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she so, asks, yeah. do Gamora and Loki know each other? Do they? Are they lovers? No. No. Oh, because she, pelvic would, te- she would tear pelvic that boy sorcery. apart. Wouldn't she? She would tear that boy apart. Oh, I need to read that fic. Woo! Um, yeah, but that's a good question. Even Nebula, too. Like, does... does Nebula, no, Loki. Yeah. They're That's one big happy question. family. Of dysfunction. Uh, I just remembered that we have an email that I did not print. 
it. <gasps> no, I almost forgot about it. I was sitting here thinking, well, why didn't Gina write us? Gina well, did you know write what? Us. Gina did write us. So, and I'm the subject line is Uga 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 Chaka, which yeah. I think is beautiful. Uh, but let me finish Chris real quick. She says, I would love to see them meet again in the movies. Yeah, or I meet, would too. Again, is in parentheses. Uh, she says, have a marvelous day and marvelous is with a capital M. That is awesome. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. All right, let me get Michael's and then we'll get. I'm so glad I didn't forget Gina. I know. Because um, we, got, we got a lot of feedback from our babies. So, Michael, who uh, has said, by the way, Chris, that he will work on that fan art you mentioned of. Leia. May, no, May, May, May dressed as Jedi. Leia. He has, he has mentioned. Because that's this. right up Michael Street. Um, Ma- and, Michael loves him some Agent Melinda May and 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 Michael for the record because you did ask uh, Chris spells her name K R I S yes you did ask oh can you pull up his um song list oh yeah I can off Facebook which um I can indeed speaking of Facebook yeah mm-hmm. because we always forget to pimp when we're doing movies oh yeah jeez <laughs> you can find us on Twitter minute. at Random T Casts. Yes. And on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash random tea podcast. And on Tumblr at random com. Absolutely. And uh, there's also our website at random, uh, random podcast.com where you right. can find all of our podcasts. Yes. Uh, because Gotham and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. preview cast were being recorded in a few days. Yeah. I'm excited um, about that. So I'm very excited about that. That would be season four for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., season three for Gotham. Very, very excited about Gotham. Yes. And Bullock. Uh, mostly Bullock. Mostly, mostly just Bullock. Bullock for you. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a random movies feed, our mini series feed. Uh, we're looking to do uh, Stephen King's It and uh, Night, Night Manager. The Night Manager Night will Manager. be coming at some point. Yes. Probably hiatus time for some of the shows. And while you're there, you can check out our sponsor. Unofficial Natural Fandom Fragrances. I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> um, they, They're back. They are back. They are back up and running. They have uh, some of their scents that haven't sold too well. Mm-hmm. I've gone up under clearance, so you okay. can catch those um, okay. on the cheap. Uh, I would like to point out uh, to Chris that um, in the month of September, they're doing limited edition Hocus Pocus scents. Shut up, are they? Mm-hmm. They're still on pre-order. I think today, I think they're still on pre-order. What are they Today being like? September 10th. I don't know. Okay. You can find out by going to their Instagram. Okay. At from Gravences. <laughs> I can't remember it. <laughs> um, but we link to it on our yeah. Uh, at least on our Twitter. Yeah. So check them out. Um, They're wonderful. They are fabulous. But yeah, they asked if we could promote their clearance items. Okay. Okay. Li- their limited edition um, stuff. This is a new thing they're they're doing. They were looking at maybe a subscription thing or limited, yeah. more limited because their limited edition sell like hotcakes. Yeah, they do. So they're they're currently still deciding on their October limited edition. Okay. But okay. it's a new thing that they're starting. So that's cool. You can go and talk to them, let them know what you would like. And they will work on you on a custom fragrance, too. So. Absolutely. But yeah. So, yeah, just, and, and like, they're super awesome. So, if you're just like, I kind of like this, I kind of like that, they'll come up with something cool for they you. They will. They'll help. They'll work with you. Yeah. And if they they put something together and go, that's just bad. Yeah. They will tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They'll let you know. Of, some of the funny stuff they posted, I'm just like, yeah, that, that, and they're just like, no. <laughs> it's like, that it was, was no. great until we added this, and then, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, check them out. Um, and if you use our code Random Tea Podcast, no S, 
10%, is it 10%? 10% off an order $5 of $5 or more. or more. That's it. I got it right. Yay. So, yeah. Um, also, I want to mention uh, Christmas is coming soon. It is, man. So, while you're doing your Christmas shopping, especially your, you know, you know Black Friday shopping on right, Amazon. Right, right. Check out our affiliate link on our website. If you're going to make a big Amazon purchase, please use our link. Just all you have to, and I know you do this, you go and fill up your shopping cart, go to our website, click on the link, and then check out. Yeah. And then it's as easy as it that. It does not cost you any more money. Yep. And it just gives us a couple a couple gives pennies. Gives us a little bit. Uh, and all that money will go back into our hosting. Because at some point I am going to have to get a new hard drive. To house all our crap. Ooh, yeah, you are, aren't you? We're going to run out of room eventually. Yeah. Yeah, so we got that, and then we got to pay for hosting. Yeah. And, you know, so we also have to eat. So I do ask that if you're going to do your Black Friday shopping on Amazon, please use our affiliate link, because yeah. that stuff adds up. It does. And, you know, a few pennies. It doesn't cost you anything more, and we get a penny exactly. here and a penny there, and it's awesome. So uh, anything else to pimp? Uh, just to get feedback for Doctor Strange, man, I really like. I love these casts when we have feedback because I think you I guys, too. you guys, notice stuff that, that I'm like, oh crap, and it makes you think. It does. It does. It makes you think. So yeah. So and definitely. Um. So look for go to Doctor Strange when it opens. Um. We're looking for. Um. You know, like I said, we're gonna we're gonna do two weekends in the theater before we record at least at least, and so yeah. So, Michael writes us. Yay! Aloha, ladies. <laughs> That's not creepy. No, it's not creepy at well, all. Well, Winter Soldier is probably my favorite MCU movie to date. True facts. Guardian still stands as the most fun one so far. It really is. Agreed. Between Gun directing and Pratt starring, it was bound to be fun. For old-time comic readers, these are not the Guardians. <laughs> these are not the Guardians you're looking for. I'm sorry I had to. Of course. Not the did. Guardians will remember because it's absolutely not. Thankfully, it wasn't all that invested in the old comic version, so having them be vastly different from what I remember wasn't a big deal. I think that's why it was okay for them to do this yeah. and deviate because it's not one of their most popular groups. Yeah. So they had more. Because if you fuck with, like, Cap. Oh, yeah. Like, people riot. Well, they fucked with Cap anyway. Well, I'm they did. I am still I'm personally still mad about offended. that. But that was, that was the comics, not the movie. Uh, for such a fun movie, it does start off pretty serious and heavy with the death of Peter Quill's mother and his abduction by the Ravengers. The character will always regret not taking his mother ha his mother's hands in her last moments, and I couldn't help thinking how crushing it would be the grandparents to lose their daughter and have their grandson go missing on the same day. Yeah, that's got to be terrible. Uh, hurts. I was okay until I read that. Because <laughs> I have parents and grandchildren. Yeah, you do. And children. Believe it or not. Well, I would hope you would have the children <laughs> to have the grandchildren. It, that's how it works. That's generally how it that's works. how it works. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he says, when we catch up to Quill in the present, he's in much lighter spirits, dancing his way through the ruins of an alien city. The lighter tone sticks for the rest of the movie. The MacGuffin this, the movie revolves around is an ancient orb that turns out to have uh, one of the Infinity Gems in it. Uh, there's so much to love about this movie. The visual aesthetic aesthetic has i know i said good it job. that way on purpose good job on purpose <laughs> has blends of stargate farscape and futurist artist michael whalen and john berkeley okay. wow he got a little meta there i know wow all of which i really like then there's all the 70s and 80s references it's being awesome. 49 i can really appreciate all of them uh michael i am not that much younger than you mm -hmm. i i 
I'm just going to come out and say it. I am 43. Yeah. So, and this is the this is the part of the year where we're where we're actually just ten years apart. We are exactly just for a little just while. Just for a little while. Yeah. Um. So, I I can appreciate the seventies and eighties reference. Uh, Jackson Pollock. Yeah. That drip art was all over everything. Yeah. The off the shoulder um sweatshirts. Yeah. Yep. The side ponytail. Oh. That was all that era. And and the t shirt holders. Oh my god. Yeah, I did not have one. That's why whenever they're okay, like, I owned one, I never wore it. That's why when they're like, oh, the eighties are coming back, I'm like, please don't, please no, don't, no, nobody's bangs need to be that big. Oh my god, my bangs! I bet they were. I bet they were huge. I had some good ones though. I bet you With did. this hair, oh yeah, and this this thick. Oh, hair? that's teasing. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The frizz. Yeah. Teasing heaven. Yeah. Aquanet. <sighs> Aquanet. Need I say more? Anyway, um. <laughs> <laughs> One hope I have for Guardian sequels is having Quill visit Earth and somehow getting to meet his ship's namesake. That'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah. There's all the, quote, Easter eggs for old comic readers like the Celestials and Four Armor, mm-hmm. Full Armor, the mini races, and a lot of the items in the collector showcases. You can tell this is a fun movie to make. Being on set must have been a blast. Yeah. And if you haven't seen the special features... Um, I highly recommend them. They're really cool. <laughs> um, when they made Dave dance, yeah, because Drax was, didn't really because they, yeah, yeah, you gotta see it. It was awesome. Um, it says then there's the characters themselves. Everyone is dubious and a t- about a talking raccoon and an int a few words. I was too, man. I was like, an I was like, int. there's gonna be a fucking tree and a raccoon. Like, I don't know how I feel about this. But Gun made them work and work very well. Yep. Groot was okay. Can we just give a little props to Nicole though? Yeah, she wrote this. Yeah, so well, but also Sean Gunn too. A lot of Rocket's essence, like true, like Bradley did did read the lines, but a lot of the delivery came from how Sean gave it on set. Also, the CGI. Yeah, the CGI was when when awesome when Rocket was frustrated and he pulls his eyebrows back. I was like, I feel that. Mm All and I also feel you made me so, beat up grass. <laughs> you made me beat up grass. You made grass. me beat up grass. But because Groot's a plant. Exactly. And the grass is plant. It's beautiful. That was beautiful. So yeah, beautiful. I think all together, a teamwork, man. Um, Groot was a huge collateral marketing success with endless related commercial products. Mm-hmm. Rocket is a pint-sized Han Solo. All these Han Solo references, man. You know how that makes me feel. I know. I know that does. It makes me feel... Warm in your happy place. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for that. By the way, uh, can I just say that by the time this airs, um, stars will have The Force Awakens mm. on basically a permanent mm. repeat, so go enjoy. I think you showed me their schedule was like Star Wars, Star like Wars, tonight Star Wars, at, Star Wars. Tonight at 8 o'clock, it's like all their channels have Star Wars on So them. you it's mean beautiful. my house all the time. Yeah. Except yeah. when I'm watching The Last Witch Hunter. Or Civil War. Or Deadpool. Because that goes into rotation. That's true. Yeah. That's, Deadpool's one of those movies that I forget exists. And then you're like, oh, Deadpool. Ooh, Deadpool. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> Michael. Rocket is a pint-sized Han Solo of... Han, listen to me. I know. Han Solo of sorts. A smarter, lovable rascal. Beautiful. Quill, despite being a womanizing asshat, is still a likable smartass and does redeem some of his character flaws by the end of the movie. Yeah. He gets better. Drax becomes the hero of Asperger suffers worldwide, Aww. which he really does. Yeah. Very he, literal. Very. And uh, Dave 
did not real and then he it was pointed out really? to him after and he was like whoa oh wow that's he was awesome very, he was just blow blew him away that's awesome see representation matters man um and he says and probably inspired more than a few henna tattoos that is a true statement uh the thanos sisters gamora and nebula were okay would have liked gamora to be a bit more badass okay Nebula was a little bit more of a badass. She me. was. You got to give it to her. Nebula was more hardcore in that she was willing to like, oh, fuck my hand. I know, right? But it, then it was like cyborg. So. Yeah. So she was a more lot, cybernetic. A lot of uh, cyborg representation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of blue representation. That is a, that is very true. What was it in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. when Sif starts listing off blue All aliens? the blue aliens. So many blue aliens. Yeah. Um, okay. And here's here it is. And we certainly can't forget Merle. In space. <laughs> That's beautiful. Multiple A's and C's. That's included. awesome. Uh, he means Yondu. Yeah. I don't think Michael Rooker can do subtle. <laughs> I don't think he can either. But it works for That's him. That's okay. He's built a career for, for himself from this. Yes. I would like to know if Michael watches Walking Dead. I would hope so if I he would gets like the Merle know. reference. I would like to know. Even though I do know well, that I mean, he's Merle. Well, I mean, pop culturally, That's you true. could know who Merle is anyway. Um, I also really liked how they handled the character's backstory's introduction as part of the Novacorp prison processing scene. Yeah, that was that was a really artful way to do it. Yes, very comic booky. Yeah, uh, all gushing. What aside, a bunch of a holes! <laughs> all gushing aside, there were some things I found lacking. Okay, the lead villain Ronan was wasted in this movie. He's a much richer character in the comics and would have been played up stronger and reused in future movies. He did look great, though. Yeah, he did. As I get older, I find that the super busy scenes give me a headache. Guardians had a coop such scenes. The chase through nowhere, the Celestial's head, and the ship defense of the Nova Empire, Xandar. I get why, but these kinds of frenetic scenes in? Why they put, oh, why they put these kinds of frenetic scenes in. It's just personal problem, I think, having to do with visual overload. Could be. Could very well be. I can get that, because I get um, sound overload. It's too, yeah. It's too much. I'm not crazy about Gunn's take on the collector, but it's probably me bringing in some of my old comic canon baggage. I would have liked him alluding to him being one of the elders of the universe. Yeah. Um, being alive for eons, practically immortal. Any flaws aside, it's a great movie. I'm look very much looking forward to volume two, or as I like to think of it, the kickoff to the baby group marketing campaign. <gasps> yeah. Some things I'd like to see for volume two would be a more super powered Nova Corps, or at least a few super soldiers in it. Basically, I want to see a proper Nova. Okay. I agree. Um, which is a particular character. Okay. Uh, failing that, uh, give me a more, give me a more super Cree a la Marvel, at least the Nega brands. An introduction to Adam Lorlock would be cool. Um, I would um, also like to point out that Adam's corpse was in the collector scene. Michael, did you see it? I didn't. <laughs> Until it was pointed out to you. Uh, I hope they don't press too far on the... Than- well, I saw it. I just didn't know what it was. Yeah. I hope they don't press too far on the Thanos storyline without adding uh, Adam to the mix. Well, I've rambled long enough. Uh, cheers and stay Jarvelous. Oh, Yay. That's like the best. All right. One more. Uh, did you want to do Michael's Awesome Mix Volume 2? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What time is it? Showtime. Uh, sorry. You know we couldn't get away without having a Hamilton reference. Um, so Michael gave us his picks for Awesome uh, Awesome Mix Volume 2. Um, Too Shy by Kaja Gugu. Uh, Tainted Love by Soft Cell. Tainted Love. It, oh, this that's... is very 80s-tastic. Um, so I guess my thing is, is this 
Peter Quill's mom's childhood songs, like for volume one, or, or did she branch out? Now, she gave him, so it's from her. Yes, it's so from I his don't mom. Know. I don't know. Uh, time After Time by Cindy Lauper. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, don't You Forget About Me, Simple Minds. Oh, okay. This That right there tells you that me and Michael are of the same generation. Yeah. Under Pressure, David Bowie and uh, Queen. Uh, White Lines, Grandmaster Flash. Oh, so yeah. he's bringing a bit of um, Push It, Salt and Pepper. Oh, yeah. Uh, Walk This Way, Run DMC and Aerosmith. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, back in Black, ACDC. Mm. Um, you got Come On Eileen, Dexie's Midnight Runners, which that's a classic. Um, Rainforest by Paul Hardcastle and Somebody's Watching Me by Rockwell. Okay. <laughs> Some classic stuff here. Michael is my kind of person. Yeah. That's, those are like, that's really back in black too, huh? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, which Michael, brings in Iron Man, uh, who yeah. was supposed to be in this movie except yeah, for contracts. Yeah. Um, I, uh, Michael, the, the only problem I have with this is that there's absolutely no Alice Cooper. Oh, uh, not even a school's out. No, eighteen. So is that what you think his mom would pick? I I think at least one of the, at least one of those two, which were very okay. popular they in those, were, that day. Were. Um, that would be your only problem. Yeah, that's my only problem okay. with that list. Is it would it needs some everything needs Alice Cooper. Well, though, according so. to you, yes, it does, <laughs> including the black eyeliner because Bucky. Yes. Um, <laughs> you see how that works, right? I know. So, to see that. so our last email um, is from Gina. Whoop, whoop. She says, hi, ladies. Hi. Sorry I didn't write over the summer. I did listen to all the season one Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. recap, and it got me through some long days at work. Oh, that's awesome. I'm looking forward to the fall season so we can all talk about Gotham and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yay. I'll make up for it with one long email about Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, cool, cool. So, Guardians of the Galaxy is proof Marvel can do no wrong. Okay. I grew up with rather basic comic book knowledge. I knew X-Men and Spider-Man and Batman, but I never heard of Guardians of the Galaxy. When it came up on the Marvel lineup, me and all my friends looked at each other and said, what the hell is this about? Basically, yes. Same. Uh, the trailer dropped and only Marvel could make the Ally McBeal Dancing Baby song sound like a song you kick ass to. <laughs> that trailer got so many butts into seats. I had no idea what was going on, but that trailer sold me. It really did, though. That was when Didn't people it? were like... Okay, this might be good. Uh -huh. It was interesting that bits were filmed just for the trailer, but not for the movie. Part of the trailer shows them being taken into jail and being called Guardians of the Galaxy. Drax was not Drax was not with the team at the time, and they weren't calling themselves Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. I saw this movie the night before Gen Con started. The theater was packed with nerds, a.k.a. my people, and I think one of the reasons I love this movie so much was my first viewing was so much fun. We laughed, we cheered, I'm sure a few of us cheered up when Groot died, and then we all cheered to see baby Groot. However, the best part might have been the end. We're all sitting there for the after credit scene, and what should pop up but Howard the Duck? The guy behind me lets out the deepest fuck I've heard and just mutters to himself, <laughs> Fuck you, Marvel. <laughs> I nearly died laughing because clearly Marvel has no fucks to give. Yeah. Because we're going to give them money anyway. Yeah, well, yeah. I went back to my hotel room and bought the soundtrack through Google Play, and it's easily one of my favorite movie soundtracks and my go-to when I'm walking the dog or doing things around the house. It's super great. You really should listen to Hamilton. Yeah. Gina, Hamilton. Trust me. It's beautiful. I can't imagine the movie without the music. Part of what makes it so perfect is how the music sets the mood. The opening song has the lyrics, Big Boys Don't Cry, while Peter is trying not to cry while his mother dies. 
Come and get your love while Peter is messing around and treasure hunting put you in a fun mindset. Baby Groot dancing to I Want You Back made you want to come back for more of these characters. I think Suicide Squad tried so hard to copy Guardians of the Galaxy with its follow-up trailers and songs during used during the movie. No, this was lighting, lightning in a bottle. Nice try, DC. I'll give you props for good music picks, though. I absolutely agree, because that was one of the things that in the first, like, 15 minutes of Suicide Squad, they went through, like, 10 fucking songs. Oh, I know. And it Make felt up your mind. so forced. You gotta let the beat get to some... You gotta let that earworm get in there set. and and like because everything is awesome this did not feel forced with guardians and it felt so forced with suicide squad yeah. it felt like look at me i'm cool right like i'm super cool That's, like this is you kids yeah. like this right yeah. and so i'm I, i'm yeah that is a very apt comparison as far as i'm concerned um she says so now that we're all waiting for dr strange how do you rank the marvel movies I think we all agree, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. I think everybody agrees. Winter Soldier. I, I actually haven't heard anybody write into no. us that has had. So if you do have a differing opinion, let us know why, because I'm very curious. <laughs> Mostly why. Yeah. Because, I mean, to me, Marvel Winter Soldier is basically perfect. Mostly Bucky. <laughs> well, God. that's you. You have a Bucky. Um, I have a thing for the anti-hero. It's the anti-hero. Yeah. You know how I feel. It's, I know It's you Bucky. Do. It's Daryl Dixon. It's the anti-hero. Yeah. There's more, you know. Are there? Yeah. Where? Well, she give, goes into her oh, picks I know. and no, stuff. No, 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 Oh, okay. She, the question was... Now you put that your phone down, so I wasn't sure. Said, no, no. The question was, now that we're all waiting for Doctor Strange, how do you rank the Marvel movies? I think Guardians is in the top five for me. Okay. I think it's going to be Winter Soldier, Iron Man. Really? Before Avengers? I mean, I mean Avengers, Iron Man. Okay. Sorry, my brain. Okay. Winter Soldier, Avengers, Iron Man, probably Cap, original flavor. First Avenger? Yeah. Okay. And then Guardians. I really? Like, no I Civil War? Uh, Civil War was good, but I don't know. See... I would agree, except I would put Civil War where you put First Avengers. Okay. I love the first Captain America. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Thor has, the first Thor has I, to get an see, honorable mention. I love mention. Thor too, it yeah. It has to get an honorable mention because that's the movie that got me back into Marvel. Yeah, and it's Shakespeare with capes. Does mother know you weareth her <laughs> drapes? So Gina puts them. Okay. Winter Soldier. Okay. Everything about this was awesome. The story, the fight scenes, the plot twist, best Marvel movie to date. Second is Guardians of the Galaxy. This is my go-to pick-me-up movie. Anytime I need a good laugh, I put this on. Right on. Three. Now, this is a bit of a tie, so a little bit of a cheat. Iron Man and Captain America. They okay. had to start somewhere, and Iron Man kicked the universe off right and made you want more. That's true. Captain America showed us that Marvel was going to do right no matter what the story. Plus, this really showed off how amazing Marvel is at casting. Honestly, I can't see anyone else playing Iron Man or Captain America. Yeah, that's true. She puts Ant-Man at number four. Okay, okay. A good heist movie, and I have a weakness for Paul Rudd. This is another great comedy from Marvel. Plus, how can you not love Lewis and his storytelling method? Oh, my gosh. Good point. Good point. That is probably the best part of Ant-Man. Yeah. Um, Captain America Civil War is number five. Despite the plot holes that are well documented on my Facebook page, Johnny can testify how much I overthought things. Yes. <laughs> Yes. That's um, awesome. I think the Russos did best with what they were handed after Avengers 2. Yeah. Bottom picks oh. are 
Age of Ultron. Yes. You could have been so good and you had so much you needed to set up and you kind of fell way short. We were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. And you failed. Uh, And then the Hulk. My dog has more chemistry with her stuffed monkey than Ed Norton and Liv Tyler have for each other in this train wreck of a movie. It really Uh, was. Thank God Iron Man came first or else we might not have the awesome that is the MCU. That is very true. I don't know which is worse, Age of Ultron or the Hulk. I don't know. It's tough. Age of Ultron is such squandered potential. Uh, potential. The Hulk is so... Because you had the setup of all those characters. <sighs> the Hulk is almost not even MCU. It's almost not part of it. Yeah. 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 The feel is weird. Yeah. It, do- it does. It does not feel like, yeah. a, like yeah. an MCU It's movie. like it's an outlier and should not be counted. Yeah. But it is counted. So what are you going to do? Yeah. All right. That is all of our feedback. Wow. Okay. Um, so, oh, I did want to say, I did want to shout out to not just the soundtrack of this movie, but the score itself was really good. Um, again, I go back to Winter Soldier has the best score. Um, Civil War was really good. Um, but Guardians had just a really good score. Yes. And I really liked that. So I was like, wow, again, all around on the music, they just did a great job. Yeah, they did. Even outside of the, the covers. But just the amount, the amount of thought and love that went into this. Um, like James Gunn, man, I, I gotta give it to you. You did a great job mm-hmm. and I can't wait to see the second one. I hope it's going to be really good. I'm sure it will be. Yeah. Even though Sylvester Stallone is in it. I don't know what that's about. I don't either. So, um, all right guys, I want to thank you all for listening. We were very concerned that after, uh, the Sleepy Hollow, we would lose a lot of our numbers. Yeah. And I am happy to say that our numbers have stayed even. Yeah. I really expected over the summer for our numbers to just to just poop out. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. we have you guys. So, yeah. Thank you so much. I mean, our heartfelt. Yeah. Thank you we so much. We love you guys. Yes, we do. And we love hearing from you. So write us at randomtpodcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks.